What would you give for today? Forget that there was any sunlight left. What would you spend today thinking about? Yourself or the man that's beside you? Or the man that you know you'll give everything in your heart for? We get one opportunity in life, one chance in life to do whatever you're going to do, to lay your foundation and to make whatever mark you're going to make. Whatever legacy you're going to leave, leave your legacy. And it's found through effort. Wins and losses come a dime a dozen. But effort, nobody can judge effort. Because effort is between you and you. Effort ain't got nothing to do with nobody else. So that team that think they're ready to see you, that think what they see on film, they ain't saw what film shows. Because every day is a new day. Every moment is a new moment. So now you got to go out and show them that I'm a different creature. Now! Seven minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Welcome in. It's the kickoff hour. Thank you so much for always making us part of your day. Fun show on tap today. We'll look around the old world, get into uh, our personal lives, which is, uh, you know, we just go live and come back and report. Uh, That's kind of what we've done for 27 years. Uh, And uh, we thank you for being with us again today. 866-WE-BE-BIG. AD Van Adler, he's here. I'm Speedy alongside Greg Burgess. Michael Helms, that uh, completes the Good Time Gang. Rick and Bubba join us in one hour from now. Well, I just mentioned their names. Sitting over to my right, it is Mr. Greg Burgess and Michael Helms. What's up, boys? How are y'all? Y'all good? Oh, hey, Tom. I did it again. What's up? That's right, Tom. We we do. Yeah, thank you, Tom. Appreciate it. Nope. How's everybody doing? Good. Yeah, good. you all right, little man? I'm good. Huh? I'm good. I'm ready to go. <laughs> a little struggle, David. I'm good. Y'all, I'm y'all, fired up nonetheless, but I can hardly walk. Can, can we talk about it? Yeah, I mean, you know. Your back's all jacked up? Now, is. this didn't come from Big Lift, right? This came no. from you falling. It's not from you falling out of Rick's truck that we've nicknamed Big oh, Lift. No. But it was more from you uh, hitting the tennis ball and getting well, out and being active. and Trying to be sharp. Trying to be sharp. Look at me. There's um. Braden wanted to get out yesterday mm. and work. Anyway, boy, it was pretty. It was where we live. It was nice. And isn't, that, isn't that right, Gregory? Yeah. Well, here, here's where <laughs> he'll be. Yeah. Greg, Greg's going to be with us about yeah. five forty-five for those of you live. Y'all, y'all get the you whining. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's yeah. all stoved up. He's he's walking like a, an eighty-year-old man. Yeah, I did. Like I did. any eighty-year-old man that's up getting out. <laughs> it's like he's got a stick somewhere. <laughs> yeah, he I, does. I did nearly fall a minute ago because it got on that nerve and just sent me into a. I don't know, spasm almost. Hey, we can get Adler to walk on your back. Well, that wor- that helps, by Ooh. the way. When you you know, you I get, get the kids to do, do it, it every once in a while. I just figured oh. he was the smallest and it wouldn't hurt so bad. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want any of us doing. I have been playing tennis for about a couple months now. Once a week, twice a week, playing doubles. It, it does not bother me. My back does not bother me at all. I get out there for a couple hours. It's fun and all that. <laughs> but yesterday, Braden wanted to work on some things, and so it's a when you got a fifteen year old boy that's you know, high energy and it's singles and not doubles. And we're working on some things and wow, it, uh, that must've did it. Um, I knew when, I knew when I got home last night, I was going to be in trouble today, <laughs> but I didn't know how much he's for those of you that can't, if you want to visualize it, it's like, you know, well, Greg said it, but it's, it's like, mm-hmm. um, well, he's kind of like half bent over kind of walking yeah. like with wide legs kind of yeah. like, you know, He's got yeah. red rump or something. And it will probably about seven, well, a couple hours from now, I'll be better. 
because I just took some Advil. Thank have you, you for that. Do you have any? Do you have gummy? No. Do you have gummy Advil? <laughs> no, he actually had to take them. I couldn't believe it. I can handle those pills. Do you though, have any food on your stomach? No. Uh, well, you need to go get something. That'll be fine. I mean, you, it's just, took, fine. you just took four yeah. ibuprofen. I know with no, nothing on your it'll stomach. Be, it'll be fine. Oh, okay. I had something on my stomach last night okay. at like seven, eight o'clock. That, that's that's too, too long ago. But that's it, fine. It's fine. It's fine. I, everybody, y'all go ahead and call. I've done this before. Okay. All right. Um. But I I know I appreciate that. But and I'll have so I'll put a little something on my stomach. It's like drinking whiskey okay. on an empty stomach. Um, <laughs> not recommended. That's right, Greg. Sure. Not recommended. Thank it's you not. for that. Need um, some bread. I do have. Uh, I've got to get up. in a position to where this is not happening because this is like like he wants to go back today, mm-hmm. like around eleven thirty today, mm-hmm. and I don't know that I'm gonna be able to do with the intensity that I did yesterday. Mm-hmm. And that was another problem. Hey, hey, Ems, you're not twenty anymore. Quit trying to act like it. Mm-hmm. There's things on the court you just can't do anymore. What, why don't you just feed him uh, tennis well, balls and I, say, "Daddy's and not going to play with you. I'm just going to I'm going to make you run." That's a normally bit. what we do, but we were working on some specific things as a result of some things that happened in his tournament this weekend, and I had to do game type speed stuff mm-hmm. in order for him to understand what we were doing, and I'm paying for it. Yeah, this is actually you to yesterday. <laughs> That's because his back was hurting. Yeah, and and look, well, last night, hey, sound hey, same thing. sound in hey, there a few minutes. What would you? What would your sound be when you hit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I like that. Every yeah. time you hit, yeah. what is it again? <laughs> yeah. That's the way I would do. <laughs> oh man, I mean, yeah, yeah. You got to let it loose. <clears throat> so I was big time. Hey, great. Yeah. <laughs> I was big talking yesterday. We got in the car and, and I said, Hey, I said, now tomorrow you got a couple options. Uh, I said, You can do your 12 to 6 deal that you do. Or here's an idea you and I can go back today and we'll we'll work for about an hour and a half. Then we can go eat lunch together. I'll, I'll That'd hobble be around. Be father, son. We got to understand, Greg, when I'm making these comments, I'm perfectly fine. Oh, okay. I've just gotten you, finished. You're talking junk. I'm not even hurting nothing. And so um, I said, man, we can go. Hey, we can go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Be dubs. Have a little father-son lunch after we get after it for a little bit. Wings. And then you can go to your clinic from four to six instead of going, Learning. you know. Like me, I got a plan. And and uh, I said, All just think about it and let me know in the morning. And but So I'm really pulling for him going to his 12 to six thing yeah. today and me and him are not involved. So you know what you need to do? You need to find a, a place that serves meatballs. Okay. Excuse me. Yeah, because today's National Meatball Day. Okay, and y'all go have some meatballs, and and you. I like meatball. I do. Yeah. Do you like the? Well, I, you can't. You can't discuss it because nobody in here can handle it. Well, I, that's what's that's good. No, no. To your no, to your point, Greg. I, I to your point, it. I had to go purchase something yesterday, and I'm not bringing it up because we can't handle the conversation. Yeah. My question is. Well, I love a meat. I love meatballs. <laughs> what too. about when they make the? And I'm not. I, I'm being serious. Amanda okay. makes a good meatball. Okay, yeah. What yes, about? So, do you so like scary. though the big giant one, and you no. just chop at, or a bunch of the small ones? It depends I, on what kind of mood I'm in. I, thank you, and what we're eating. But everybody yes. tends to. Yeah. But most restaurants go towards the giant one. Yeah, they do. I like the little ones. But like when I was a kid, yeah, my mom would make it, and it would there would be you have a, like a lot of them, a lot of instead them. of that one, and mm. maybe two. Sometimes they give you yeah. two mediums that right. you chop off. Uh-huh. It's okay, but I like I like. Yeah, you, I like can, the other way. Hey, I like to be able to put the whole thing it, in my mouth. 
Let's call it. For lack of a better term, I, hey, I, look, I, look, Greg, I don't want to. I don't want to cut my meatball up. Is right. that what y'all I know. Exactly. In most it's, restaurants, you have to order. It's gigantic. Yeah, and it's in the middle of the pasta. Yeah. You just saw on it. Yes. The whole time. I, I'd rather. I don't know many restaurants that open offer the minis. Right, they can be too big. And today is National Meatball. After day. you make a point today, I want you to do your tennis grunt right after it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what y'all could do though. Just go go we could. go enjoy your lunch. I with like him, I do like that spaghetti. And, I do. I love spaghetti. I like it. I love spaghetti. Get in meatballs. <laughs> yeah, I love. Spaghetti. I would like to see them break it down a little. Yeah, so me let's a, do one that. It's gigantic. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that, Bill. Yeah, no problem. I'll put something on my stomach. You need, you need some something on your stomach. I'm getting a block here in the next two, an epidural block, because mm-hmm. I knew this was coming, this would happen. And If y'all didn't know how old Helmsy was, just from you talking, <laughs> I wonder how old people would think you Probably are. 61. Especially if he walked by. <laughs> yeah. Today, it's rough If you ride. walked by that window with like a, a wig on and a mask, we, yeah. you would go, where's that old man? <laughs> that guy there? Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Twenty minutes past the hour. It's the Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six. We be big. Uh, so, um, you know, we haven't been Marco Poloing uh, in a long time, and um, I didn't realize, but uh, I had been. I, I don't know if there was an update that was pushed or something, but I got locked logged out of Marco Polo for uh, a couple of weeks now and did not realize it until um i guess maybe about four or five days ago you oh, had mentioned oh, something really you had mentioned something and then so i realized i pulled hmm. up the app and it said log in yeah or whatever and i'm like this is weird so when i logged in i had 10 marco polos from y'all and they were hilarious because it goes back and i'm like wow i missed all Man, of this okay you with your orange headphones on in here in the golden ticket seats after back? you went, yeah, after you had done better. <laughs> it was a while back. Oh you were waiting His on back didn't hurt. You had, you had just gotten home, waiting on Stegall. One call does it all. They do uh, it all, and they yeah. did it all. And uh, you, you were waiting on that. So I go way back. That is way back. Way back when. Well, I say way back. But did y'all see weeks. that weird deal I sent you That's yesterday? That's what I was going to bring up. Weird. So yesterday on the way home, you sent another Marco Polo. Of course, I was logged in, and I got it. Uh, and that is that you, you – you saw a plane and it was doing weird circles or something. What was the deal? So you know they'll do the the chemtrail thing. Yeah, it looks you know people will claim yeah. that's it. But this was a uh, I was I was coming back from grabbing one of the kids at school or taking the I think I was taking a kid to school mm-hmm. and I, I was come it was coming around it had done this big circle like it was making some kind of shape in the air with. Whatever it is that they put off, I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's but, like an air show. Yeah, like they, it, they're that's what it flying like. around. Yeah, it's it, like, you know when they write messages in the yeah. sky. Yeah, like, and I was, love Greg. It was like one like big that. circle, and I was watching it the whole time, and all of a sudden I don't see the plane anymore. It mm-hmm. was the strangest thing. It's like the it plane disappeared. disappeared. Boom. And, Aliens. And, and, I, and I told uh, – so you watched it. You could hear it. You could yeah. hear it now. Okay. Aliens. So – I was concerned for a little Did y'all bit. Did you see mine with it? I I, I'll be honest with you. When you first started talking, I was going, hey, I was, but those are in the sky every day. But then I saw what you were doing. I said, yeah. no, that's not. It was, yeah. you know, they're straight. So I thought you was being ridiculous. No, first. the straight <laughs> lines we see every day. Yeah. But this was a complete circle. Oh, yeah, I saw it. And I promise you, I was watching it make it. And then all of a sudden it got to, and it I didn't see it anymore. And yeah. I saw the physical plane. Then I start worrying 
Did that plane just crash? Like, did it just or blow up in the sky? Time. You had it crash. Did it jump time? That's, what happened? That's the one because it it, there the was engine. no, it, there was no indication Explosion? that it, there, was no uh, smoke? there was no indication of anything like no. that. It was just gone. I even so go- to Greg's point, mm-hmm. I even googled later in the day. Plane crashes in Alabama. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I was that concerned about it. Okay. I really did. So it did a big circle. Yeah. And then was and gone. disappeared. And then you got on a search for it. And it was, a, I mean, it was kind of like a jet kind of thing. I mean, it was, I don't know. I was I don't watching know why it I was do doing it. That loop. I know. Mm. And I was watching it do the loop. And guys, I didn't take my eyes off of it. It was just, it went missing. Strange. I thought something was wrong with me. I thought, well, maybe I was just seeing things. Maybe and I'm just so tired. Maybe you got the yeah. gift. That. You haven't said that in the market. I could be just tired, but yeah. but from the video you sent, I actually yeah. pulled over at one point watching it. it because I thought, is he trying to is he trying to draw a heart? Is he trying to draw a circle? Like, what is this going to end up being? Is it a sky ride? And then all of a sudden, a yeah. that, it's so. missing. Yeah. You know, it's a little high for the people that ride in the it sky. Was, yeah. Did y'all see the one I sent you? Yes, yeah, I, I did. Thank you for that. <laughs> that was good. By the way, to update everybody, <laughs> you, you were what I thanks for responding, thought. Greg. I looked at it. Yeah, whatever. Well, and and you didn't get a chance to respond to this because I just individually texted him. I don't know why it was on my mind, but I thought I'd like to see a picture of the trees. Yeah, like I I I want to. For some reason, it hit me. I was yeah, like, I was yeah. So I texted back to you. He sent me show. two That's pictures. <clears throat> one of the new tree. It looks <clears throat> lovely. But hey, the 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 tree. <laughs> I that, wish it was leaning. <laughs> so here's what amazes me. I give you a ton of credit for replanting that tree. Yeah, because you didn't plant it. Just I mean, it's planted way on back there. Yeah, like tough. he had to take it, mm. and 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 thank don't even know for, if it's going to survive. Thank goodness for the balls. He was a lot of help. What are you going to do when all of a sudden you're looking? It's getting all brown. <laughs> just just cut it off. <laughs> There's not a leaf on it. Of course, now. now I got a big mound and stuff where it's sitting. <laughs> if if the tree, I this this little oak tree that we had, and if, if it just would have had a lot of leaves and stuff. Yeah, it doesn't have anything on. I mean, it's you know, which one is that? That's the one he replanted. Oh, goodness, here we go. We're going to be squinting. Oh, <laughs> my gosh, baby. That thing looks. Well, I mean, throw it away. all of them look that way yeah, because the oak trees hadn't got. Here, I'll none show of the, the oak trees have had got leaves on them. Yeah, but you claim that one's dead halfway. Well, hey, a lot of the work, very top. A lot of work to do yeah, that. The very top. Okay. It's just, I'd like for it to come on in better, you know? Yeah. And there's the new one. Yeah. Okay. See, a lot of different, a lot of different look. Uh huh. Look at that. I'm like him. I can't believe. I mean, you really went the extra mile. To, what about to when him. that thing years from now just goes nuts and it's gigantic? Well, it's 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 V shaped. That's why we got it. I mean, we got we got that one I'm to fit that him. spot. You look, he's trying to mess with me. Mm-hmm. I know he's. he's there's like a tree that. in my mom. You talking about hole puncher? There's a tree in my mom and dad's front yard that I remember when they planted it. It was something. a tiny little tree. That son of a gun now has taken over the. What whole kind world. is it? I don't know. Well, Greg, well, I don't know nothing about trees. That looks like it lets or a mm-hmm. hickory. It looks like it lets a good bit of sun through it too. Yeah, why I'm not? worried about the grass around it. You know, when you plant trees. Well, and yeah, that's why we got that one because of, we couldn't get yeah. anything that was real, we're real bushy at the bottom because it would kill all the stuff. Oh, so yeah. it, that's, more sure v, that's more of a that's more of a V shape. So oh, no. it'll we'll show you the other one. It'll in be that, in that spot. At, at the bottom. It won't kill any. Uh, so this y'all are just critiquing. This the trees. is the one he took up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't blame you. You do? You know, I, I just sure can't what? believe you replanted it. That That's like the thing stick. I can't believe. You know, you'd be a good foreman, Greg. You could just walk around going, <laughs> what the heck y'all doing right yeah. here? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> you just ride around. Phone's broke. You're, yeah. supposed, to be, you're supposed to be grunting, your tennis grunt. Yeah. Every once yeah. Once. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we, we got a couple of updates here. Um, this one, 
I, well, we've only got two minutes. Uh, let's just go into this. So, uh, so Burger King in the UK, the UK, they, they sent out a tweet. All right, and just and he, I'm gonna I'm gonna read the tweet, and then they got in a lot of trouble for this. The tweet says, "Women belong in the kitchen." What is Greg running their Twitter account? <laughs> <All right. laughs> huh? Yeah, I do it on the side. Now, yesterday, <laughs> I got a side and, deal. And, and we ran by, but yesterday was International Women's Day. All right. All right. And uh, Burger King attempted to highlight the gender disparity in the restaurants industry with a gender a disparity tweet, uh, about not uh, just Burger King restaurants, just restaurants as chefs in general. It, it, right, and they they claim, and this is in the UK, they claim yeah. only twenty percent of chefs are female, and so they've got this big push to try to get more females as chefs, and they've set up some type of scholarship too, yeah. where you know they're going to offer different things to female employees with the opportunity to pursue a uh, culinary career and all that. Well. To promote that, that's what they tweeted, and then they had to go back and go, wait a minute. What did they tweet? <laughs> right uh, there. Women belong in the kitchen. Sounds like, and it does. It well, sounds like means, something like you do. took Look, over the Greg. Twitter account. Huh? Look, there it is. <laughs> oh, okay. I can't see it. And then they had to follow you up. Can't, time out. You can't that's see blurry. that? blurry. It's real blurry. Yeah, he didn't Women have his glasses Women belong in the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, wow, you sound like a robot. <laughs> Look, it sounded then, like somebody wait, asked you, you to one? read it like you were getting when your eyes checked. <laughs> Women belong in the I kitchen. Was, actually. Hey, read it like that and then do your tennis grunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh! uh, but then they came back later, though, and apologized. Yeah, it says we got our. said, P.S. ironed my shirt. <laughs> but besides that, it was clear. <laughs> That's Greg. Greg at. <laughs> Don't send it to me. <laughs> they had to tweet out an apology. We got initial. We got our initial tweet wrong, and we're sorry. Our aim was to draw attention to the fact that only twenty percent of professional chefs in the UK kitchens are women, and to help change that by awarding culinary scholarships. That's what our intent was. They meant women belong in the kitchen, <laughs> but but they just tweeted out women belong in the kitchen. Did not did, so nobody thought. You know what? This might be taken. Yeah, the wrong guys, way. maybe I get it, but <laughs> rattle them pots and pans, <laughs> and you better look good while you do it. <laughs> P.S. We're sorry, Greg. The real Greg Burgess got a hold of our Twitter account. <laughs> we got it back now. Uh, <laughs> we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-five minutes until top of the hour. Rick and Bubba shows kickoff hours live. The kickoff hour, uh, thank you so much, is happening right now. Unscreen phone calls could happen this uh, half hour before the guys join us for the main show. Eight six six, we be big. Eddie Van Adler, he's here. Also, one Greg Burgess is here over to my right. Uh, and zipped all the way up uh, with his pullover is Michael Helms. I mean, you you don't have uh, you have no room left. It is all the way up. Uh, it's the kicks, the good time gang here on the kickoff hour, and uh, we love hearing from uh, all of you uh, that check in from time to time on how you uh, watch and listen to kickoff hour. And we just got an interesting one, didn't we, guys? I mean, what a view! Uh, we just got an email from someone that says, "Hey, we love starting. I love kind of starting my day off with you guys." Now, where are they? I, I'm going to make attempt at this. Okay, it looks to yeah, be. It looks nice wherever it is. Angola is that how you say Angola, that? Angola, Angola. Ah! I think so. 
I think so. A-N-G-U-I-L-L-A. I'm going to tell you what, I'd like for somebody to check my blood pressure at that location. Look very good. A cup of coffee. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. So the view wasn't enough. He had to have the kickoff hour, too. You remember when we did the spring? That's a lot of pressure right there, man. I don't know about y'all, but goodness gracious. That's cool. When we did the uh, spring. That is cool. Um, when we did that, when we did that, um, I'd like to have that followed by your tennis grunt. It's yeah. <laughs> Um, you remember what we said? We want to see how you listen. Yeah. Um, all right. Show us how that. you yes. listen. Cause we had all these hours to kill. We didn't know. <laughs> right. And did we, we ever we, talk about sports. I don't, remember. I don't know. Just by half the time. Yeah. yeah. A little sprinkle here. Sprinkle that off season was tough. Um, but yeah, we were <laughs> like, show us how you watch and listen to the show. And, uh, and wow, we got, we got some interesting you would we be did. amazed. People working. For, oh, yeah. Getting after it. Getting after it. Sleeping. Um, sure. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's out. And we thank you uh, all for making us part of your day. That's good stuff right there. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Coach Johnson called that haunted motel. <laughs> Some team was staying in a motel. The Bulls, I think. What is he? No, it wasn't the Bulls. Yeah. It was the it was OKC. Uh, it was OK. Yeah. OKC and, uh, Thunder. And Coach yeah. Johnson called the front desk. <laughs> <laughs> And you kind of telling them that they were on air, kind of. Yeah. Oh, you're on radio. Uh, Because that's legal. You have to tell them. One of my favorite memories, two of my favorite memories of the sports ours, was when we were doing the SEC baseball tournament, the Hoover Man, and they were doing a kids camp out there before the games had started that day. And Speedy went around from group to group Mm -hmm. on the air and was throwing by and just (laughs) saying, I mean, goodness gracious, <laughs> would get in on the drills. And then, got, and then we got on begging out there holding the hose pipe. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about Hey, I, I, was I drugged the field hey, with them. That wire, yes, yeah, you, you did. did. That wireless mic was unbelievable. It, it, would, it, really, really re- it would really reach out. Yeah. Some um, of the things you were saying. I've got all that. Dude, How many really? years ago was that? That was 10? No. No, it wasn't 10. No. Probably okay, wasn't 6, 10. 7, yeah, 5. Five is uh, maybe I don't know. That was fun, and then the, the time we were we would go do a golf tournament in a minute. Oh, oh and yeah. stay the whole and tournament. we would be we would be set up right behind the first tee box, mm-hmm. and the comments that we would make. Well, we, what we'd do is we'd Where run we that mic. Yeah. We'd run about five <laughs> mic cords and and just clamp them all together. All right, and then get way away to where they couldn't hear us while they yeah. were teeing off. Yeah. And then we have a little live mic there, and we we could we could hear them we could hear them teeing off, yeah. right? And we would give play by play. Sure, that wasn't very flattering. No, no it wasn't. Would comment <laughs> on people's physical appearance, right? And stuff like sure, that. <laughs> that's fun. It was a lot of fun. A long it was. Day. Yeah, it was a long day. Yeah. Do y'all remember when we we used to come in and record an hour and mm-hmm. start at four a.m. Yeah. Start that hour at four a.m. There was a time, guys, where we were on the air eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. There was, it was mainly for seven <laughs> because it was four R&B and three with the czars. But then we picked up an extra hour. Yeah. On the, and then we'd run eat lunch real quick between the two. That was, that was one of my favorite uh-huh. parts. While they were playing the replay hour that we could record. <laughs> yeah, really yeah, yeah. We were eating. <laughs> I got, aren't y'all on air right now? Well, um, Remember Speedy drink beer at lunch? <laughs> What? What? I was waiting for him to throw something what? in like that. You, come, you never know what you do. Huh? It was a long day. 
<laughs> what? So you jump out out there. We would forget what we discussed in that recorded hour. Yeah. And then we'd have to really think in our mind, okay, if we discuss this, we'd try to keep it gen- uh, generic so there wouldn't be any kind of breaking news stories between mm-hmm. recording it and us being live. But it was Then, wow, they, then they shut it hours. down while yeah. Speedy was on vacation. And uh, <laughs> you and I did the recorded hour and told everybody this hour is actually it was 4 o'clock this morning. So it's sitting live yeah. for all you people that didn't. I hate you miss that day yeah, specifically for that. Well, you go on vacation, come back, you don't have a job. Well, I had to call you. Do you know you. how many times that's happened here yeah, in the, the life of this never, show? Yeah, that's a good point. You ne- really don't ever want to take a vacation because you just, you just never it. know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that call, I think we had a um, uh, one of the little World Series, the little yeah. placations, I called them, mm-hmm. where you'd go down and you play in one of the youth. Kids you, you'd play in one of the Youth World Series, but then try to have somewhat of a vacation too. Uh, it was down in the Panama City area, yeah. uh, and I got that call. I do remember that. I yeah. hated making that call. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you think about it, we can't believe it lasted that long. I, it's oh, like, good point. I, I can't. Yeah. Did, did did the ownership not realize what we were? Do you think? I don't know how how long we got away with that. And without. how many times did we say this too? Do they realize how much they're paying us? I yeah. know. <laughs> well, there's that. That may have been what sunk it. Probably. No, Probably. it was paying those people that were no longer on the air. <laughs> yeah, that may have got it. Yeah, and yeah. the one that you it were was trying, and the legal fees sure. of somebody you were trying to pursue right. to be on there running commercials. <laughs> yeah, just a complete disaster. It was. Man, that was a it good was. run though. It was, it was fun. Um, speaking of being paid a lot, did you see Dak Prescott's How about hey, Dak, huh? Finally got it done. You know, every time I would look up on first take or whatever, we got all we got six TVs rolling in yeah. here, and uh, you can't hear you can't hear them, but you can just see the headlines and what's going on. It would always be Dallas and Dak still not close to a deal, you know, and he wanted a long term deal, uh, and uh, the, apparently they finally got together and have agreed on terms on a four year deal. A deal, I should say, one hundred sixty million dollars. $126 million guaranteed, uh, mm. and this has no trade clause, no tag clause as well. Um, Actually, if he'd known this, he'd have broke his leg earlier. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah. I guess the rumors of um, Russell Wilson going to the Cowboys are, uh, are over. Um, <clears throat> All right, let me ask you this, because, I mean, and, and I'm pulling for him because I like that, that. $66 million signing bonus. He's set to earn $75 million in 2021, one year after he played – out his thirty-one point four million dollar franchise tag over his first. Does he? Does it look like a good investment? Say two years from now, or I'm just saying with anybody. I'm you not, know, I'm not singling him out. Anybody when you get that big contract, there a lot of times. Well, a expectations are are sure. really not fair. Right. B sometimes. You know, I yeah. don't know. You just, I don't know about the injury. I love. Yeah, he's coming, I, that was a severe injury. Yeah, yeah. I, I course, love. They, you know, I, I love to watch him play, and I love his heart. He's such a. He just seems. I don't know I him like, personally. Yeah. I like I just him the as way a he carries being. himself. He just yeah. really seems like he'd be somebody that would be fun to have as a teammate. Uh, now, as far as the Dallas Cowboys, it doesn't. This is just looking back and not seeing all the games. So please save him. It doesn't seem like he's been the one holding them back. That's no, what, no, no, that's I what I, I mean. I don't think I'm, it's I'm, like well I'm, against him. I'm just saying a lot of times with that big contract, again, expectations are sure. just you know almost unattainable. Yeah, and sometimes it's just timing. That, mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So this is what we've done on the sports stars, right? We now. would, yeah. yeah. But we'll think about it like this, though. Okay, and I'm not. I like Dak. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sentiments are the same as you would say, but you look at the previous Super Bowl winners. He's not the prototypical quarterback that's winning Super Bowls and taking them to the next level. And so I don't think it's a good investment for Dak. Being a Dallas Cowboy fan, I, I don't. I love Dak. 
as a human being. But that's I, a lot of money. I, I don't. I don't think it's a good investment for the team. I really don't. Who Who would have been? Well, I mean, I think you go out. You, you got to look at the draft where you're at in the draft, and if you take a chance on somebody else that you're not having to pay that kind of money, that somebody that looks a lot like the guy that's uh, Herbert. Um, um, you know, that's that's the quarterbacks that everybody's that you win with. You're having. I mean, the Tom Brady's, obviously, you you know, you can't mm-hmm. you can't pinpoint a guy and go, he's going to be the next Tom Brady. But it's at, obviously not the next Dak Prescott. The, the last last year was a perfect lot of money. storm. I think the, the Cowboys, uh, they lost half their line with injuries, uh, offensive line, and the defense couldn't ever get off the field. Then Dak got hurt. Uh, it, was, it was almost like last year was just a mess. Yeah. Um, uh, they, uh, it'll Look be, at the it'll kid from Buffalo. I mean, that's the that's the then Herbert. Those are the guys that that you know the Andrew Lux of the world. <clears throat> to me, those are the guys that that are the next level guys. But to your point, you mm-hmm. certainly got to have help. And mm-hmm. Jerry Jones has done a horrible job since he's been there of doing that, surrounding whoever he's got his stars with good players. Or you write the check and get Russell. Wilson. He's a bigger issue. He's a bigger issue than Dak Prescott. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know. This is just me watching the games. Dak does not have seemed to have been the problem with yeah. the Cowboys the last couple of years. It hasn't been quarterback play from what I've seen. Now, y'all yeah. all might disagree, but we'll see. But, hey, guess what? $160 million. Yeah. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes until top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba Show. Uh, it is the Good Time Gang. We're live. Eddie Van Adler, Greg Burgess, Michael Helms. I'm Speedy. Rick and Bubba join us right after the top of the hour break. And this portion of the show is brought to you by allform.com slash Bubba. Truly uh, outstanding, high-quality, homemade, in-America furniture, folks, including armchairs, sofas, sectionals, love seats, all at affordable prices. We love allform.com slash Bubba. Furniture arrives fast. Shipping is always free. Just think about it. You could have your new chair or sofa in three or four days. Customize exactly the way that you want it. And if you're worried about things like, uh, well, is there any kind of, I mean, what if I don't like it, whatever, 100-day free trial with free returns and full refunds as well. So there's nothing to lose. Check them out right now by going to allform.com slash Bubba and save 20% when you do, off anything you buy and get uh, a forever warranty. Uh, nothing to lose at allform.com slash Bubba. Save 20% off anything you buy or find a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. All right, so we're bouncing back. Uh, just kind of, what, shooting nothing. the breeze here during the during the break. Uh, I'm and- seeing something we should have talked about this hour, but we can't get into it right now because we'll, we'll hold it for tomorrow during the kickoff hour. Okay, you're saying, oh, whoa. Oh, yeah. you saying, whoa, <clears throat> wait. Somebody just sent us an email about something, and it's, and it's legit. I thought it was just a big joke, but it's actually not. But we'll we'll dive into it tomorrow. Let's we birds aren't real. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Okay. There's wow. a there's a group out there that actually believes that oh, birds are not real. Wait a minute, didn't we? And and this guy like here, birds. Seems like I've heard that before. Yeah. That there was there is a bunch that that's yeah. what they claim. Yes. Wow. He looks exactly the way the main guy about the movement. He looks exactly the way that you think he would. Mm. Hey, speaking of birds. 
Um, uh, there's a little bird didn't fare well around the house. Well, according to this guy, it's not real. Yeah, well, then, fa- then what were the feathers right, in one of my dogs' mouths? I've thing. seen a lot of dead birds. I think they're real. Oh, so mm-hmm. did it? What happened? For it I don't know. There? They were going nuts. Yeah, they'll fly into a window in a minute. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, 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 I think that must have been what happened. I think it must have hit the house, flown into a window, was disoriented, hit the ground. Unfortunately, gave the dog time enough to get it. Yeah, and the dogs were going nuts, and I didn't know what was going on. Every now and then, they got this like little little rubber bone that they fight over that you would think is just i mean uh, guys it's just a rubber bone but boy they'll get to fighting and it sounds like two lines over there and it's like you know they're just playing don't worry you know neighbor, like neighbors that. coming out um and they were just going crazy and i didn't know what it was so i just told them to be quiet and then jack Come rounds the corner and he's got feathers in his mouth i went uh-oh oh, and then boy. i go back over and there it was poor little there thing it was you're sitting on the edge of the bush just Dead as a wedge. Dead as a wedge. And yeah. I don't, I don't you know. You need to wake up because <clears throat> they're not real. I don't know what happened with that. I know that they just didn't jump mechanical? up and catch one. So apparently the, the bird was was out of it and hit the ground somehow. So they decided to. Well, they don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. I guess so. They see something. I find about around. one a week, all the bird feed we put out. And, <clears throat> yeah. But I don't understand what you're talking about. Birds aren't <clears throat> real. There's a movement out there. That birds aren't real? I remember real? that yeah. came up one time. And they, I think. it's all about the. They're mechanical and spying on you and all birds. Yes. Oh yeah. So there's like all birds. They're spying. I, I, I want to. So if I'm hunting, let's say is I'm these hunting. the same. The flat earthers. They're all in there with them. I want to wait and play you this video at some point. I, I think we need to wait and do this tomorrow. Okay, that's fine because we that's don't we, we don't have time today. And I haven't given it to that. Adler and somebody just emailed it to us. Okay, that's speaking fine. of dogs. The president's got to send his dogs Thank back you, to his home. Yeah, they're away from the White House because they keep uh, well one of them in particular. He bit mm-hmm. somebody. Yeah, and and at the the White House staff, they've been charging them and bargaining. Basically, it's like having Buddy at the at the it White is. House. It is. It is. He they, he can't act right. So, so you know send, what you're doing. You're going back home. They send him back to wherever they live. <laughs> Big old German Shepherds, too. Yeah. Right? Rescue dog, of mm-hmm. course. Which yeah. yeah. They'll scare you when they jump on you. They yeah, will, those. but you would think that they'd be better behaved than, than biting the staff. Um, but, yeah. But, you, well, know. you know, you never know. Maybe they just, they're out of their little element, don't know what's going on. They don't like it there in D.C. Mm-hmm. I thought there would be kind of dog handlers that would take care of you would think training that. whatever dog is there, but maybe not. If I'm the president, if maybe I that's can win the presidency, yeah. and I've been the vice president, <laughs> I'll have a dog that's trained. I can mm-hmm. assure you that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have, I like my two. Yeah. Now, if you walk up onto our property, one of them is just going to lick you to death. He just wants to play. <laughs> the other one wants to play, but at first he's not too sure. And I'm worried. I get worried about him. Like, are you going to, yeah. are you going to yeah. kind of snap at somebody? <clears throat> you don't mean like I'm going to bite you and like, you know, turn the head yeah. like you're trying to rip somebody's skin off, but are you going to kind of get a little bit, you know, buddy's that way. He, and, 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 but then it's like, like eat everybody up. then it's like, he just, he, he's fine. He wants to play and have a good time. But at first, maybe that's what's happening. <clears throat> at first they're just getting a little snip Or snip. one of the security kicked at it or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know it so, um, Greg, I know how you love, um, you love chicken, don't you? I, we I found a video of you yesterday. Of yeah. We actually found a video of you coming in. This Who made this chicken? Who made this chicken? Yes. Look at that. <laughs> this is a guy. You want to know who made it? This guy, he comes up and it looks like he's in a looks like right, a, fast, who made this chicken? a fast food restaurant. 
And he's walking up, and you think, oh, my gosh. He's mad. He's mad. Yeah. Something's wrong, and he is not mad. Who made this chicken? Who made it? Who made this chicken? This is the best chicken I ever had. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to hang around he, that guy for And he looks just the way you think. Oh, I bet and, he's got a flat top. Yeah. <clears throat> and shouldn't be tucking. Yeah, but he is <laughs> high energy. I like that. And, oh, he, yeah. and he's walking up. And Who made this chicken? And it's like he's got an empty plate. <laughs> an empty plate. And he just Everybody's wants like, to know. And I can tell the guy behind the counter is like, he did? You know, he, he doesn't sir. know. He doesn't know. <laughs> Who made this chicken? Who made this chicken? He did, sir. This is the best chicken I ever had. He did, sir. <laughs> That's what his buddy said. <laughs> this there. is the best chicken there I ever had. There he is, Greg. Look. Oh, That's my. it. There Please he is. Please look at him. This is the best chicken I ever had. <laughs> what is the point? <laughs> I can watch that. That man likes his chicken. Down. Yes, he does. Do what, Ad? He is actually believes in birds, okay. too. I thought Adel said something. No, that is hilarious. I thought he too weighed. I didn't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. I guess I'm hearing things. That's weird. Sound like a beep. Um, <laughs> I was just. Have you ever complimented it. the chef or co- gone up and said, I just want to let you know <clears throat> what I just had was great? <laughs> have you way, ever done that? The no, way you said that. Well, I mean, I don't go look for the well, chef. You don't have to look at me disgusted <laughs> like you got. I mean, if like he happened to be standing there, I might. But I just go to the back going, who made this chicken? <laughs> well, I didn't say you, you did that. that. I'm just way. asking: Have you ever complimented where uh, you go? I don't think and I said, have. "Hey, this was this was awesome." <laughs> I just don't think I ever. Have. <laughs> yeah, no. don't let you have. <laughs> uh, maybe I should. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I know. You know, what I'm gonna ask him. Who made this chicken? <laughs> I know when your granddaughter is born that I think your your heart will be normal size. Does that and mean we've got thinking chefs, <laughs> and we've gotten better. But you still sometimes yeah, lack, lack yeah. a little bit of compassion. Well, I was just, just being honest. I've just yeah. you know, never thought. Right, but you don't, have to, you, chef, <clears throat> to you don't have to go thank him for actually <laughs> doing a good job. <laughs> think you don't have to go. Uh, it's no. the disgust but, you but, had but, in your but, voice. I've just asked if you I ever complimented I, him. To, to your point and, and to get in your camp here, I've never gone above and beyond and around inside <laughs> the kitchen. May I please meet the chef? Yeah, I've I never done that. Now, I'm, I do make sure that I tell when they ask me or I tell them, but everything's great. But make isn't sure. it supposed to be good, though? I mean, it is. Greg, <laughs> I, mean, I think being what bad a, shouldn't be an option. What about uh, when the general manager or the manager walks around at, at the table oh, thank and says, you for doing your job. Did and you get says, paid hey, did y'all enjoy everything? Everything okay? Do you go, No! I always say, yeah, even if it wasn't. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I don't ain't got time for him. This is the best trick I ever had. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour the Rick and Bubba show. Brand new hour we're rolling right now. We thank you for participating. Being here with us, we start this hour with the National Anthem. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming The bombs burn 
Eight minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Thanks for being with us. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all in the mix today. Will of Meat could spin on the program today. It's a, a brand new week, so the, the Will of Meat can happen at any time. We're going to get to your phone calls today. I promise you that. The Harry Murdahl will be ready to go at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We look forward to chatting with you. We'll cover the stories of the day and we'll also give you an opportunity to participate in this week's Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. What, you got, you got your podcast? Have you heard my podcast? Uh, so across the way, there he sits. The other half of the two sexiest fat men alive, the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama, but I must describe it more. The silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! How are you, Rick Burgess, friends? Neighbors and associates everywhere, welcome in to Rick and Bubba. Lift your hand, we're The river's just ahead. Down path the forgiveness, salvation's waiting there. You build a mighty fortress, 10,000 burdens high. Love is here to lift you up. Child. See the world start mumbling Let the gates of glory open wide There it is. Let the gates of glory open wide. Crowder, uh, Bubba, I've, uh, I've already realized, thank goodness for the ability to uh, wear our clothing shirt tail out. You, know, you and I have been, have been talking uh, to the, especially the large community, and, and some of you tuck in, and, and you shouldn't. I mean, it, uh, it is uh, – as we said, I, I know you yeah, think you should, right? And but. we learned this from uh, from James Gregory, uh, a kind of a statement, not about tucking in, but this this <laughs> statement is overall. I remember the day that he talked about all all of us in the large community, and he said, "Look, we're overweight, but we're not blind, <laughs> right?" I we don't know be. when did overweightness equate blindness. I mean, we're not blind. We 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 can see a mirror. We can look and see. And anytime you're starting to get to the point where you're tucked in and you, you start to look like. You know, one of those um, rubber balls that they put in the big wire cage at the grocery store, <laughs> the one that has the the the, the band uh, stripe around it, mm-hmm. and your belt starts looking like that, and you like a human version of that ball, and uh, and you've got stomach stuck, tuck, you know, crammed down in the pants, and it's just it's just not it's not good, and uh, and you know you, you you're better just to do the shirt tail out if you can. Well, um, I had a double whammy today because we where we live we're caught in a 
You know, we used to, if you work for this show, you already stand in your closet worried that what you're going to put on will be ridiculed for your entire day at work. Right. Okay. So you got that you're dealing with. Well, now the way the weather is here, you wake up to it's like really cold, mm-hmm. like yeah. too cold to wear shorts yeah. and short sleeves. But then by the time the day clicks on, if you, if you dress too warm, now yeah. you're too hot. Yep. yep. So you try to find these in-between <laughs> combinations of clothing. Uh, so today I was like, still still cool enough out there that I need long pants uh, because of how the day's going to start. Uh, but I don't want to get too warm. And I went in and I realized that I, I got behind the eight ball and none, none of my jeans were were we're clean. Um, and, and look, oh, I, and I get, I get, not that. and I get multiple days out of my jeans. I was going to say, you can re- yeah. wear them. Now in the summer, not so much. No, a little yeah. swamp. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't want that. You, you know, we've all picked them up and put the butt of the uh, jeans in, in your, uh, up to your face. Went, nope, can't wear those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. You know, and, uh, okay. But anyway, so. Is that uh, how you check? Oh officially? yeah. Yeah. I bring them up and say, <laughs> nope, nope, those are out. Uh, but anyway, so. So I, rumpage. and I, 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 maybe they were in the laundry room and I should have just simply went in there and looked and see if they were hanging up in there. I'm sure that was possible because usually we stay on top of that pretty good. So then I thought to myself, oh no, it's khakis. And, and, you know, well, I, a lot of problems, yeah, with khakis. a lot of problems with khakis and, mm-hmm. um, you know, men and older men and khakis is a bad combination. Yeah. And I've tried about everything you could possibly try not to have that issue after you, after you leave the restroom. And it's almost like it just waits on you and, and says, Oh, you think you got this? Yeah. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? And then, then how about there's a little for you. Mm-hmm. And so, and so you, 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 and khakis are jeans. Nobody knows. Nobody knows in jeans. But khakis, they're they're they're. Rick, what are you talking about? Yeah, they're khakis. Will just they're man. It's almost like you had an artist that painted on the front of them. Yeah, you know, yeah. And it, 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 it's like to, it's like a, a that beacon it, that everybody wide, everybody everybody wants to see it. Yep. And so then I thought to myself, wait a minute, wait a minute. I can get away with these khakis with shirt tail out. You know, so I've gone shirt tail out. So I think uh-huh. I'm okay. Okay. Uh, but I, I, I went through a, quite a, a bit of thinking this morning on how I was going to dress. Have you ever thrown a lot of water on the front of your khakis to go dang the sink? Yeah, I have done that. <laughs> you know, I absolutely have done just that. just to cover that mm-hmm. stupid sink. Look at that sink. That stupid sink in there. Yeah, I mean, I got it all over me. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you're around a lot of water, you're going to get splattered sometimes. Sure, yeah, buddy. you will. You are. And you know, if you go in the public restroom, if you try, you, then everybody's hollering stuff in there. You know, so you hurry. Yeah. You know, there's there's nothing really that's more traumatizing when you were a little boy than when your daddy brought you into like a ball game. Oh, uh, 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 the trough. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. and you're in there, and all those men are in there, and they're saying <laughs> saying just terrible things. You know, and, yeah. and they're leaning against you. Oh yeah, and they're yeah. on each side and, of it. And, and they lot, don't care. And a lot of strange sounds. Yeah, oh, oh, just all kinds sound. of sounds. <laughs> and they've kind of earned the right. Like they they're not. They don't even care anymore. Yeah, it's it's, it's a, it can be tough in there. So so anyway, but I think I'm good. I've, okay. I've, I've checked that my shirt tail situation, and I'm still. I do everything I can uh-huh. not to be in that situation. But sometimes it just doesn't seem to matter. I don't. I don't know how to shirt out. You good. know, I, I don't need, know how to defeat that. I, I need some more of those untucked shirts. Oh yeah. Well, most it. of the time, I go untuck, and it's not an official untucked shirt. Well, yeah, there is a company untuck it. Yeah. Well, remember, then throw a vest on top of it. I think that's a good look. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. It, 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 it nothing, goes with anything. There's nothing like a shirt though hanging out from the under under <laughs> under a vest. Yes. I think you and invented I do that, that a lot. I, I think I you invented that, that lot. style. Yeah. Yeah. But the uh, if the vest just came down to where look, I've seen some of the styles out there today. You know what? That's mild. That's mild. Style, Bubba, you own it. That's you are right. right, but the un- but here's the problem with me. I've, ta- it, I've, I've talked about this on the air. I, I drifted toward untuck it as hard as I could go, only to discover that I'm a lot of torso. I, I have you know, Burgesses have a tremendous amount of torso. Yeah. Uh, if you if you get that genetic code, and some of us have it, some of us don't. So the untuck it shirt doesn't fit me right. 
And to Bubba's point, I wear a regular button-down and untuck it, and it looks like the way an untuck is supposed to look. <laughs> yeah. Except for that weird cut. Yeah, except for that weird cut. <laughs> but it hangs where it's supposed to look. Well, you can wear it. You just can't signal touchdown. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't reach for the top shelf. No. So there we go. So it's, it's khaki day. Oh, boy. You, you, oh, well, you, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, you're not near as freewheeling on khaki day. You're a little self-conscious. <laughs> uh, 16 minutes past. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba show. 21 minutes past the hour. We're here. Thanks for being with us. All right, so, Bubba, I know we were thinking about things to discuss today. Do you want to update us on what's going on with uh, Megan and uh, and Harry? No, not really. The, ro- uh, the royal. You family. know, you can't get through any news stories today because uh, everything's clogged up with what uh, the Queen thinks and what they think. And you know, they d- there is a story that she has told everybody there'll be no statement. Stay calm and just carry on right now. So they're circling the wagons. Yeah. Well, they tried to put out a statement yesterday. They said, and she vetoed it. So. Well, uh, Greg just told me that uh, the the what's her name Megan that, yeah. her, that her dad actually sides with the royal family. Yeah, well, you know, she she yeah been, they've been kind of they've she's been, on been the trashing her dad for a long time. Her her half sister says that she's about crazy too. So. Yeah, the story we have is that the dad says they he believes the royal family they're not racist, but California is. So California is. Yes, he okay. says California so is racist. I thought and California then, was utopia. Uh, Rick, what it is? It's funny too because hmm. Megan. In this story, or her and Harry introduced this racist uh, racism card in this about the young prince and all this. So immediately that has that has done, I think, what she wanted it to do. It has made the Hollywood elites all line up behind them, oh, right, yeah. And, yeah. and against the queen. Now, the people who are loyal to the crown absolutely despise megan and harry because they have gone oh, against the tradition piers morgan is one of them piers I mean, morgan he, he walked he, off a, yeah he's about set. to lose his mind uh, the and, uk morning show he walked off the set they got an argument on air which is, is, is extremely secondhand embarrassment really you, yeah he storms off the set so where, where where does he work now uh the uk morning show tv show i guess he well, was he has on his it. own he was show yeah, he was on it, and 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 he stormed off the uh, the mad. set, and he got mad about what? Yeah, when coworkers, uh, you know, were speaking up for Meghan Markle, okay. he he of course he said he thinks it was her greatest act acting job that she's ever done. <laughs> right. Well, see that just shows you the the divide. In well, this. Harry and seems again, to buy it too. Yeah. And, and again, well, I I don't really think there's a winner in this. Uh, yeah. I think you've got <laughs> guys. When you see a husband going along with his wife, that's not shocking news. No, 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 not at all. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's on both sides of the pond. Yeah. 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 You know what? You finally hear. Look, I have to live with her. I don't have to live with you. Yeah. yeah. We're but, showing uh, him walking off here. Oh, well, do we have the audio? Uh, oh, I'm not sure. And she cut yeah. you off. She's entitled to cut you off if she wants to. Has she said anything about you since she cut you off? I don't think she has, but yet you continue to trash her. Okay, I'm done with this. No, no, no. Sorry. No. Oh, uh, Sorry. So, do you know what? That's pathetic. You can trash me, maybe, not my no, own. No, no, no. See you later. I'm being... Sorry, can't this do this. This is absolutely sorry, diabolical behaviour. You, he, I'm sorry, but Pierce spouts off on a regular basis, and we all have to sit there and listen. 6.30 to 7 o'clock yesterday was incredibly hard to watch. 
So the, he's on some UK version of, uh, of something. Yeah, he has his own show. but he has his own show. It's like their Good Morning America, but it's yeah, Good Morning yeah. UK. I get yeah, it. it's okay. yeah. I get it. Good morning, good morning, British. Britain. It's good morning, British Empire. So yes, yeah, lately he has been all over the cancel <laughs> right. culture. Oh, yeah. it's been fun to watch. Yeah, and this guy didn't like it. And Pierce finally says, exactly. I, "I'm out." Yeah. yeah, yeah. I watched him go from a liberal to somewhat a conservative, yeah. even when he was doing more stuff here. <laughs> but but I'm laughing at Babylon B, and I, I read it to you, uh, you guys. But I'm going to read just a, just the first paragraph of the story on Babylon B. There's a man here, and he looks like Speedy, and he's got a shirt on this American flag. And it says, man glad he's an American so he didn't have to pretend to care about the royal family. <laughs> Listen to the first paragraph, and it's supposed to be his quote. George Washington didn't die for me in the American Revolution so that I would just go back and have to worry about this royal couple or whatever they think they are. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, look, Harry, on Harry's part, look, he, he's the spare. Okay, mm-hmm. Diana had an heir and a spare. Look we all speedy. know that joke. <laughs> So he, he's really got nothing to lose. Uh, but, you know, you, you have to think that him and his brother had some kind of relationship, and this is driving a big wedge through them. Too, Mama, so. you don't think somebody's wife can drive them away from their own brother? Of course they can. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, wives, can wives can drive you away and, onto an island with just you and her. <laughs> with, well, with no friends, no family, no nothing. Uh, it's, uh, I, I still, you know, I just, uh, I just, I don't know. The, it's also silly to me. Well, Black both, Lives both Matter them, has come out and uh, what? How, try, BLM it? has come out there, one of the co-founders, and oh, says that Lord. they need to uh, boycott the royal family. Essentially, Harry's play here is, I saw the way you treated my mom, and y'all y'all basically moved her into an isolation and wouldn't help her and blah, 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 blah. And I see y'all going down this same path with my wife, and I'm not going to allow it. That's essentially what this is all about. Yeah. Now, whether all that's true or not, I don't know. But that's what that's the card Harry's playing here. Yeah. Well, now the Queen, it's there's really never been anyone that's denied the fact, and we said this on the air the other day, that she comes through that world that Bubba was talking about, and she thinks her first duty is to be the monarch. Period. Exactly. And she has always been cold to her own children and to everybody else, and yeah. it really has made no bones about it. I know. Saying I'm the queen and that supersedes everything else. Well, look at Prince and, Charles. Yeah, I and, mean, yeah, yeah. and and, and but, I don't, but maybe, well. but maybe wisely so in that one that right, she wouldn't yeah. step aside, right? Yeah, to let Ichabod Crane uh, be the king. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you know, just like uh, you know, you remember um, the, the scenes of her even talking to the prime ministers. Yeah. Basically, told them, "Y'all come and go, I stay." And seemed to be okay with <laughs> Philip doing pretty much whatever he wanted to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, <laughs> Philip, isn't he laid up right now? Yeah. Hey, hey, be careful if you neglect your husband. Yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> 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 I'm not trying to quote that pastor that's telling everybody to. <laughs> did we ever play that in? We did not. Uh, the, know, the funniest part about hey, that pastor telling, I gotta women, leave if telling women to that. take care of themselves is he didn't. He's not taking care of himself. No, no but, but that's classic. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that's the Missouri pastor yeah. for those that are. Yeah, wondering. we didn't play. It's been we have not played. We were going to play no, it. I forgot no, about no. it. You know, I, and I, I may not fully understand the uh, the whole British royalty thing, but um, if I if I follow it right, and I had someone who was up on it trying to explain to me how they went from a king or queen that had absolute power to do what they wanted to, including, hey, I don't like you today. I cut your head off. Right. And they did that quite a bit. Oh yes, if you if you remember the history, to the fact that they are somewhat of a democracy now, and the the fact that they keep the mascot, right? And that's all it really is. Mm-hmm. But 
if you if you look at the way they did it, Rick, and I may be wrong the way I understand this, so I, some of you with British ties can correct this if I'm wrong. But the 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 crown said, okay. Now, granted, the people were about to storm the, yeah, they, the mansion and, I, they and took kill little, all of them. They took a little gander to a French Revolution. Mm-hmm. How right. that went? And they said, <laughs> "I tell you, they said, I tell you what, we're going to do. We're going to grant you the authority to be a democracy and let, have a prime minister that makes decisions." So the prime minister and the House of Commons, or whatever it's called, does all Parliament. Yeah. But but they did it because the crown let them do it. So they kind of think they still have the authority to cancel that and go back the old way if they want to. They never officially, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like the prime minister when the people elect him, he has to go there and they have to approve of it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But we, but we don't really know what would happen if they didn't yeah, approve they, of it. they never did. So Because so they've they, never not approved of one. The, the way they kept their authority was to say, we will let you be a democracy. Under our authority. Well, they cut a sweet deal. They got rid of all the responsibility and kept all the good side. Kept all the money. <laughs> right. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. 35 minutes back. Rick and Bubba, 27 years and still standing. Just swing it, baby. All right, so um, if you would like to change the whole way you look at your family history, which means you may change the way you look at yourself, uh, you could find out great detail about where you came from. Uh, You could find out great detail about your true ethnicity uh, with help from uh, Ancestry.com slash Bubba. Uh, we'll get you an Ancestry DNA kit, and you can start your free trial right now uh, and have access to their billions and billions of records. Uh, find out the, the regions where your family really comes from. Uh, where, why did they move around? Where did they come from? Where did they go? What is the details about my family history? It's a lot of fun, and you can do it uh, by getting your Ancestry DNA kit now. Start your free trial by going to rickandbubba.com, look under the sponsors, or go to Ancestry.com slash Bubba. All right, so uh, let's uh, let's start uh, with a Biden update. I know that we, we have Biden. This is going to be fun if we'll just keep letting Biden talk. Where did he go? Where did he go? Where did he go? Where did he go? He's hiding in the basement. Does anybody know? Basement Joe. Is any update on uh, the president's? Ever having just a straight up press conference where people just ask him questions, whatever? Uh, they, still haven't had. Have we no, just, still not state of the union. It's like 45, 46 days. Right. I haven't had one. It's even, pretty common that we, we even the adoring White House media uh, is beginning to uh, go. Hey, when are we going to get to ask some questions? So here's Biden again, and this time he what does he what does he start? He, he appears to have forgotten the defense secretary's name. Oh boy! <laughs> just want to thank you both, and I want to thank the. Sec- the the uh, former general, I keep calling him general, but my, my, uh, the guy who runs that outfit over there, uh, I want to make sure oh we God. thank the secretary for all he's done to try to implement what we just talked about and for recommending these two women for promotion. Thank you all. May God bless you all and may God protect our troops. Name's Lloyd Austin, President. I got to have that again. He's hiding in the basement. Does anybody know? 
Basement Joe. Wow. So he doesn't know, he can't, can't grab that name and refers to him as the guy that runs that outfit over there? Yeah. And Rick, what he was trying to tiptoe around <laughs> My gosh. is, you know, our, our armed forces are supposed to be run by the civilian leadership. Mm-hmm. So the Secretary of Defense is supposed to be a civilian. If you were a general and you come out of the military, you're supposed to be out for a certain amount of time before you can be the Secretary of Defense. Well, the current Secretary of Defense was not out long enough, so they had to go to Congress and get a special permission for him to serve as Secretary of Defense because he'd not been out long enough. And we can't have military people running the military. Yeah, you don't want want that. So that's why I think he was trying to tiptoe around calling him general because they try not to call them general after they've been appointed to that position. But you'd like for him to remember his name. He could have just said oh, yeah. Defense yeah, Secretary yeah, Lloyd yeah. Austin. Yeah, all right. Probably Who's anything- got ties to our state? How about uh, this? Anything other than that guy runs that outfit over there. Right. All right so <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's, let's hear that again. That's good stuff. <laughs> okay. I just want to thank you both, and I want to thank the, the, the uh, former general. I keep calling him general, but my, my, uh, the guy who runs that outfit over there. Nah, I want to make sure we thank the secretary for all he's done to try to implement what we've just talked about mm. and for recommending these two women for promotion. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, yeah, just, on International Women's Day yesterday, we uh, uh, I upgraded I uh, two. Where did it go? Two females. I guess you could still say that because I. I'm confused because we're not supposed to talk about gender, but they keep talking about gender. Uh, one have, of them, one of them, well, I saw their picture. Greg, we have two two female generals that were upgraded to four star, which is high as you can be in the military without being supreme commander of a world war. So uh, that's uh, that's quite a promotion for those two ladies. But or back females the, or whatever you're supposed to call right. them. Now. Back I'm sorry, to, I don't. Those right. two soldiers. Back to your original. But why do we have it on International Women's Day if we don't celebrate gender and we now can be sued if we have boys and girls clothing separated? I, yeah. Boy, this is it's confusing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of. It goes back to what happened with us on race relations. <laughs> we, we one per, of them's female. How about this? Yeah, we we pursued. Through Dr. King, I suppose we, he he dreamed that he would live in a colorblind society where people would be judged on character. But now it's considered to be racist to try to be colorblind. Same thing with gender. They keep telling us that utopia would be genders would not exist, but then they keep telling us you better recognize gender or else you're going to be called a misogynist. So I'm I don't know what to do with all this. Here, gender, no agenda, hide agenda, what's your gender? You, can you even have, up to your point, should you even, should we participate as a country of genderless people in an international female if day? You, if you go, by, day? If you go right. by what this administration is saying every other day, we shouldn't even have International Women's Day. No. If the rest of the world wants to do it, because anybody check to see if uh, any of the um, Sharia law countries got on board with International Women's Day yesterday? Mm. Doubt that. Mm. Didn't, I Doubt that. Probably didn't happen. Uh, but Cuomo, did he get on board with it? My favorite is when they will they will be ranting about all of this and that uh, it should be genderless and you can, uh, you can uh, what do they call it, you can associate with whatever sex you want to be and then turn right around and congratulate Kamala Harris on being the first female vice president. I'm like, you know, confusing. No, Bubba, it's hard for you to walk in. Contradiction. Well, let's say you walked into a room and said, I would like to abide by the rules of the day. 
I don't have any convictions of any kind. I don't want to get along with anybody, with everybody. So what would y'all like me to do? And somebody looked at you and said, well, here's what we'd like when it comes to gender. Uh, we would like for you not to acknowledge gender while acknowledging female gender. Mm-hmm. Okay. Huh? Uh, right. So there is no gender except when we want to promote women or we want to have a, a special treatment for women. But yeah, but that's gender, isn't it? No, there's no gender except when we need you to acknowledge gender. Now, see, that would be very hard to follow. You know, then you go. I'd Rick, like- it kind of hurt my head when right, you right. said it. And, and then, I mean, my eyes twitching now. And then you go in and say, how, how should I handle race relations? By being colorblind but recognizing all color. Hmm. Okay, so you want me to recognize color? Yes and no. Okay, well, sometimes yes, sometimes no. That is correct. You have that right. So colorblind, meaning that the color of your skin does not cause me to have any reaction to you. I just respond to you as a human being. We like that, except when we need you to acknowledge people's color and and, and make and celebrate people's color while not seeing color. See, this is all very difficult to follow. It it, it, it's, uh, it, it's, um, it's Rick. It, see, you don't you don't have time to worry about these kind of things if you're out farming all day, right? And uh, I really think us getting away from a farming society has really the the benefits, or in this case, the negativity of that is really beginning to show itself. Yeah, I know that it would be a lot of inconveniences for me to leave the industrial world. I got it, but it seems like, and and I'm not doing it to save the planet over carbon emissions, but. I'm wondering if the the total abandonment of the agricultural society that we once had, yes, it, it's it's given us too much free time. Yeah, I, it really has. Yeah. I, I think it I has. like those conveniences. I really do. But I I I, I don't want to have to go get a crop in and this this here in a few months. Hmm. I, re, I I mean, plant one. I really don't. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, I mean it's not a pleasant thing yeah, to but, think about. But but I I probably wouldn't be worried about this. Yeah, I you mean, know, I hate it, to quote the line from the great song: "An idle mind is a playground for the devil." Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's true. So what if I then I said, well, I would like to also I'd lo- now what do I do when I encounter people of color who are a gender? Oh, now Rick, you really got your hands full. Yeah, huh? good luck. Yeah, do you, do you, so what should I do there? Um, you need to acknowledge their gender and ethnicity while not doing it. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Yeah. Wh- which one am I doing? So I should just look at them and say, "Hello, person." No, because that's disrespecting their culture. Okay. Um, and you could what, be you what, could be uh, you could show white privilege if you're not careful. Yeah, but so they're a person you of color. Check that can is, can is, I can I say this woman? No, no, no. You cannot unless it's International Women's Day. Okay, so she has a gender that day. Correct. <laughs> does she have a gender if she's the first woman to do fill in the blank? One hundred percent. So she does have a gender. No, she doesn't. Well, let's just so take you, you let's say, just you, take you, these you, two ladies. You see how hard that is yeah. to follow. Let's take these two ladies <laughs> who have obviously had a brilliant military career right. to get to the uh, to the level of a four star general. Um, they probably would go in, and the first speech they would give is, "I'm a four star general. It doesn't matter if I'm male or female. Correct. That's I'll, that's what counts." Yeah. Coming from a, a ceremony that just acknowledged and celebrated the fact they were female. Correct. You see what I mean? You see how difficult this is? Danger, Will Robinson. Right. Yeah. Does not compute. And this does make me go want to go plant squash. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. And look at trees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'll be honest Fresh with you, air. like when Sherry and I had a work day at the farm Saturday, we didn't care about any of this. No. <laughs> no. no. And at the hickory chip, women were women and men were men. The way God made them. So, uh... 
15 minutes to the top of the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up. I just saw the headline, Biden is getting ready for his national address mm-hmm. to the whole nation. That'll be a deal. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Thanks for being with us today. Uh, let's do a um, an update on the pandemic. Bubba, the ever-changing CDC guidelines. Uh, here's the latest. Rick, the agency's guidance says uh, they changed this week says those who have received the full course of COVID-19 vaccine may get together with other fully vaccinated individuals in small groups inside their homes, Rick, without mask or physical distancing. Uh-oh. They can visit with unvaccinated people from one other household who are at low risk for severe disease. The guideline says fully vaccinated people don't need to quarantine or take COVID-19 tests if they've been exposed unless they're symptomatic. They should still monitor for symptoms for 14 days, even if they're not in quarantine. I'm, I listened to about 25% in, and then it started getting all the different this, that. and So, so basically, if, you, if you've been vaccinated with both shots or the Johnson & Johnson shot, and you're exposed to someone who has it, you and you are not showing symptoms. You're not running a fever. You're not feeling bad. You hadn't lost uh, taste or smell. You don't have to quarantine anymore. But you should monitor yourself for 14 days. And if you show symptoms, quarantine. If you're not, don't worry about it. All right, I'm I'm, on, I'm here. So contact tracing basically without symptoms is out now. So yeah, but no, I'm gonna throw a curveball in here. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Can a fully vaccinated person visit with a person who has full antibodies but has not not had the vaccine? I guess if you want to. I think the key of being vaccinated is to have antibodies. So I would put an antibody person in the same category as a vaccinated person as long as they still have antibodies. You know why I would? Because the same thing is happening with that person that the vaccine causes to happen to your point. A person with antibodies is the same as a person who's been fully vaccinated. So as an example of this. But we don't know how long they last. As an example of this, Rick, they're saying you can visit your grandparents if you've been vaccinated, and they have been too, according to the CDC director Mm -hmm. in a White House briefing. Right. If grandparents have been vaccinated, they can visit their daughter and her family, even if they have not been vaccinated, as long as the daughter and her family are not at Mm -hmm. risk for severe disease. Vaccinated individuals should still wear a mask and social distance in public settings and avoid medium to large gatherings. Now, why am I wearing a mask if I've been vaccinated fully? Uh, you, uh, I don't know. Because. This is what it says. Can somebody walk me through that one? Mm-hmm. Rick, just because. Hmm. Doesn't seem necessary. Doesn't. We no, Rick, keep, are we vaccinated or not? Rick, we got to keep it political, though. Don't right. forget that. Right, I know. Well, that again, it goes back to somebody saying... Well, I've me, been vaccinated. I don't have to wear a mask, and you have to prove it. Everybody just rather not deal with that. So they yeah. want you. They want to keep this mask thing going, just to L- kind of keep it working. L- let me ask you this though: when oh, when we are told as Americans 
we need to be vaccinated, we need to wear a mask, then why is the government allowing thousands of people to come over the border who are not vaccinated and don't have a mask? Well, but that, uh, that, that makes that, a lot of sense. That's similar to the conversation we said a minute ago. Some mm-hmm. of the stuff's hard to follow. It is, very. Basically, if I just claim I just walked across into the U.S., I don't have to do nothing. Yeah, so I'm supposed to be more terrified <laughs> of my fellow citizen that has access to all sorts of treatments and vaccines and antibodies. I'm supposed to be terrified of them more than somebody who just walked in from God knows who from, from where and has not had any vaccinations of any kind or, or any antibodies I, because they they just walked in the country. I just find that a little uh, hard to follow. I would say if you're trying to rid a country of a pandemic and you don't wall off the borders – you're just you're just um, you're upstairs you're yeah. downstairs mopping again, Bubba. It's not, you know, when the when the toilet's leaking on the second floor. <laughs> because if, if these people speaking can, of Neanderthal thinking, if these people can, <laughs> if, if if people with no vaccine, <laughs> no antibodies, and we don't know where they came from, can just walk in to the population of a pandemic-ridden country, uh, you're 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 still gonna have a leak. You, yeah. you, you don't you're not you're not completely sealed. That didn't make nope. any sense. Five states, Alabama, Mississippi, Texas, Montana, and Iowa, announced plans to rescind mandates on wearing masks. Some were immediate. Some will stretch out as long as April the 9th, our state. Uh, Joe Biden said Wednesday it was a big mistake for states to lift pandemic restrictions as a result of Neanderthal thinking. Yep. But... Not very nice. We, we a little are, bit of name calling there. Yeah. But it sounds like we're using Neanderthal <laughs> thinking. Watch out. Watch out. Neanderthal Easy. thinking on the border. Mm-hmm. Right? Clearly out of I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah. Way out. Yeah. It seems our border control would be the border control mindset of a Neanderthal. Yes, it does. I just find that hard to follow. That That's a very caveman type of uh, mentality on your border. So, uh, by the way, I, I saw some numbers too. There's more people in cages right now than there were oh, during the Trump oh, administration. Yeah, that, but, but remember, but nobody wants to hear Remember, that. Obama can put people in cages. <laughs> Trump can't. Biden can't. Yeah. I can follow that one. That I know uh, how to play that game. It doesn't make any mm-hmm. sense, but I understand it. You know, I never did understand when they were all uh, just just having a come apart about Trump having kids in cages at the border. Yeah. Uh, the fact that Trump didn't build those cages, they were already there. Right. Well, and the, and I actually think and they. No served. one will just go. Well, how did they get there? Who put them there? And well, I would maybe say the previous administration. Well, I would say for the same purpose. I would I would say it to Obama, Trump, and Biden. I understand why we have these holding places with children that wander into the country. I get it. I know why you have to do it. And all you all you have mm-hmm. done with this policy is encourage other people in Mexico in Central America to send their their minor children across the border in a very dangerous manner, just so if they get here, they're like an anchor to pull you in. That's right. Right. I mean, it's just, it's, it's incredible what you have done to, to the damage and risk of these kids' lives that you supposedly care so much about. Well, it's, again, it's hard to follow. i tell you who you, can, you've, you've, told, take- you've told them, throw them over the fence, and then when we get their paperwork done, they can pull you through. You know that we, um, if you look at Kamala Harris, she probably can put the most children in cages because she is a person of color. She is female when we're acknowledging gender, and right. then she's just a person when we're not. Uh, and she is a uh, left-wing liberal 
so she can put as many people in the cage as she wants to. There's nothing you can say about that. Uh, most liberal mm-hmm. member of the Senate, mm-hmm. as voted on by her own mm-hmm. Senate members. I'm liberal. I'm female when we're acknowledging gender. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm of color, and I'm the vice president. There's no telling how many people she can put in the cage. <laughs> I mean, and get she away can load them up. But she can she can put as many. I mean, because <laughs> nobody can speak against that. No. You realize we're you realize what all that is, don't you? When you're told who you can and can't speak against, that very fascist. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So not. I, re- it, it I really feels, uh, it feels very uh, anti freedom. Mm-hmm. It, it really, I, I don't. It really is not even about these people who are coming across. I think that really the the ultimate goal in all this is to turn Texas purple. That's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. In, political, in political terms, be a, yeah. be a good strategy. Top of the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. More to come on the program today. Your phone calls will be part of it. Will of Meats out there. Uh, we'll give you an opportunity today, too, to get some free samples of TheraBreath, one of our longtime sponsors with Dr. Katz later today, too. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. And run now, brother, cause you ain't got a lot of time. Don't you act surprised when it all goes to hell on your dime. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. It is a brand new hour with Speedy. The real Greg Bird, just Helmsy, Andy Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba, ready to go for another hour. Thanks for being here. Welcome back for a brand new hour, Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, honored and privileged. Thank all of you for allowing us to do this little thing we call the Rick and Bubba Show. Bubba, before we move into uh, some more lighthearted stuff, whatever, just a somber moment, uh, uh, friend of the show, been on the show, and also for those of you that uh, listened, we interviewed him about uh, the book when he put it out. He's a good friend, got to know him, spent a lot of time with Bill Searcy. And uh, those of you that came to the Pursuit Men's Conference last year uh, in Dothan, the first one we had, you can see the picture here. There's Bill Searcy to my left. That's Rich Wingo on the far left and Brody Kroll on the right. We were speaking at the first Pursuit uh, Conference. And I remember one of the, the moments with Bill Searcy, uh, when he was telling his testimony and all the things that he'd been through. Hmm. And uh, Rich Wingo was talking about sitting next to a young man in the audience listening to Bill and all the things and the suffering that he's been through. And he would always say this term, and then, when he was giving his testimony, and then I went through that, and then, and he got to about the fifth and then, and the guy just looked at Rich Wingo and says, my goodness, I mean, this guy, and of course the final and then was that he uh, was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. Uh, fought hard, went in, and uh, actually at one point was declared uh, cancer-free, but had all kinds of health issues and struggles. And sadly, yesterday got the word uh, that our dear friend uh, and a great man of God, you talk about somebody who lived out what I, I certainly can relate to, um, you know, sadly. Uh, Jesus said, those that have been forgiven much seem to dislove me more. And, uh, you know, Cersei had a, 
a difficult life, some of it self-induced, but uh, when he became redeemed, uh, became a devout disciple of Jesus Christ, and everywhere he went through all of his different medical trials and tribulations, every single person he came in contact with, he always told them about Jesus. And he used his suffering to point people to Jesus. But yesterday the Lord decided it was time for Cersei to to be done with the suffering and ultimately be healed and, and brought him into his presence. So uh, we love uh, we love Bill, and uh, you know y'all pray for his family uh, as they now grieve um, the earthly loss of uh, Bill Cersei. But, buddy, they know by the way that he lived out the last part of his life, they know that that reunion will come. So, uh, so if you've never heard, what a his, better day for him today! Woo, if, if, if you've never heard his story, never read his book, um, I would it's highly, a really good book. Yeah, yeah. highly suggest that you do so. Uh, what an incredible story! That moment, and I, you know, you can see how he impacted men and men's ministry, and did a lot of uh, speaking for the manchurch.com and was part of us launching that. Was so excited about that, and uh, he um, that when he tells that moment about his son, and of course, I've, I've gotten to know his son when his son was like eleven years old when. Uh, he was uh, addicted to drugs, and they kept trying to get him in rehab, and, and it just one bad thing after another, and they were trying to talk him into going to rehab, which ultimately would lead to his redemption when he finally uh, did this. So his son led to his own father's redemption with these words, and I'll never forget this. Y'all have heard him say it before in his testimony. When his son is telling him, Daddy, please go into rehab, and Bill looked at his son and said, Look, I'm I'm just not I'm just not ready. I'm not going to do it. And he said, "Daddy, I'm afraid you're going to die." And he looked at his son and said, "But then if I die, I'll just see you in heaven." And his son looked at him and said, "But Daddy, you ain't going to heaven." Mm-hmm. Ooh, I mean, and and that was the wake up call for him. And he went into a faith based uh, rehabilitation. And he said where the guy was hard nosed and took and and no nonsense. Uh, and uh, he got off drugs and was redeemed by by Christ and then lived out all the way up till yesterday, advancing the kingdom of God. So, uh, and, uh, and to watch his, his son, to be able to watch his daddy become a man of God just because a little boy told his daddy the truth. Hmm. See, the truth sometimes uncomfortable, but it might save your life. So, uh, so Bill Searcy uh, gets a well done yesterday. And so y'all, y'all remember him and your prayers, uh, his family that are still here. As far as Billy, he's completely healed. And, yeah. uh, and we'll let you know. There may be an opportunity. They're, they're putting together something, some type of memorial service. Um, he's from South Carolina originally, so there's some things there on where the body's going to be laid to rest, and there may be something. Most of uh, friends and, and family and everybody who knows him is from Alabama, so there'll probably be something here in Alabama too. And so I'll keep you posted on that. Uh, so, uh, Bubba, on, uh, like I say, a much lighter note, we mentioned yesterday, because, uh, you know, Billy Searcy uh, also loved, loved a lot of comedy, and we had a lot of days that we sat back and laughed. I remember one day, after he got out of um, his first cancer treatment, that he, you know, he's a big guy, Rich Wingo, and me sat in the same shooting house wow. for an afternoon hunt. And, of course, there wasn't a deer anywhere near us because all <laughs> we did is sit there and scream and laugh the entire afternoon. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, we, but we had a great time because we were sitting in the woods talking and laughing. But you said that, uh, you know, I mentioned yesterday that I saw, I got a suggestion from my son who turned 30, uh, yesterday, Boomer sent me a text message. Said, "Dad, you have to know that Brian Regan has a new comedy special." Wow! And I'm watching it on Netflix, and and it is slaying me. So as soon as I could get uh, get in front of a TV this past weekend, I went to Netflix and watched Brian Regan's new comedy special on the rocks. And you saw it last night. Yeah, it just, Man, it just worked funny. out for me and Betty to have a little time. We could watch that last night, and Betty suggested we check it out because I love Brian Regan too, and. 
Uh, it, it was really funny. It was uh, it, it was good. Good to see him back out doing something. Yep. Uh, wh- where is that venue at? That's a very it's unique. In Colorado, isn't it? Yeah, Red Rocks. Red Rocks. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of famous concerts have been there in that amphitheater, and it's uh, that's why it's called the comedy special is called On the Rocks because yeah. he comes out at Red yeah, Rocks, and, and you can see the rocks around. Yeah, it, the stage it looks like they built half a football stadium inside a, a Levine, a Le, not a Levine. Uh, <laughs> you talking about Mark Levine? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in, in, in amongst all the rocks. There, so it's, uh, yeah, it's a really yeah. neat looking place. Yeah. And, if you watched Aerial America, you'd see that. At least oh. you didn't do like me, Bubba, and called it a raven. Right, I got you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought about that. So, um, but it, it was very funny, and we laughed. It, it, he's always funny, but uh, to, toward the end of that, Rick, I got, I mean, I was crying. Oh, gosh. He I was crying me. when he Brian did his Reagan, bagpipe routine. When he, Greg, I don't know if you've ever heard the bagpipe routine. Cause and, I, and the patent office. I mean, yeah. you, the two go together. So. Because he, he, he doesn't know why we came up with this, and he figures it's a guy who, who didn't quite have it put together but ran to the patent office to get it patented. And they start asking him what it does. Before, Before it, it pops, it pops in a bag. <laughs> well, what does it do? Well, I mean, he starts doing the noises. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> Bagpipes are a funny instrument. <laughs> and, he, and he claims oh, yeah. he claims you can't tell if somebody plays it well or bad. You really don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. He said he said the person who doesn't know what they're doing, the person who knows what they're doing. He said to me, it sounds exactly the same. Uh, that's <laughs> a good point. It's wank no matter what. Yeah. When he did the whole thing about running to get in the patent office before Golly. they closed, because he thought, hey, did I make it? <laughs> it throws it down on the desk. <laughs> well, what is this? Well, it's a bag. bag and it's I got pipe. pipes. I have a, well, the thing let's is, call it bagpipes. The, uh-huh. the great thing, and then there was some. There was that one bit about the marching band that that I've heard before. Most of the material that I heard, I would say, probably three fourths of it, I'd never heard before. Mm-hmm. But he dropped in the marching band thing, which was hilarious. And I told Bubba, I've seen him live in concert, I think three times. And and so what he'll do, he'll come out and do whatever the current act is, and then he walks back out, and you can just shout like "Me Monster," <laughs> and he'll start doing the first man on the moon, oh, yeah. or, okay. or whatever. So I'm thinking that he did that here because you know they edited it together to, yeah. for a special, and he must have walked back out and somebody screamed "Marching Bands" because he does that bit. You don't know whether where that really was in the concert, yeah, and uh, or he just threw it in, you know, as you know, some people throw a hit in on some new stuff too. I know Seinfeld did that the last thing I. Saw he had some of the stuff that was from mm-hmm. his old stuff, and then it was mixed with new. But I've, I've never, I've never heard of a comedian that would just walk back out on the stage and you could shout any old bit, and he would do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that's a little different. Uh, but his whole marching band bit is is oh, pretty gosh. funny. I, well, of course, I won't give it away, but he talks about you know, there's not a lot of other professions that have a talent where they just say, let's march around while we're doing it. Let's do what we do while marching. <laughs> and, and, and clearly the, the the flute players are the ones that came up with this that, idea, not, that, the, not the tuba players. That's his great line. He, it's like he's a tuba guy. <laughs> he, he goes, you know, he, he, goes, you know was a flute person. Hey, look, man, let's do this while we're marching. The tuba guy goes, what? He starts, and, he starts, and then he starts screaming, we need straps. Yeah. People with Wait, yeah. we don't have straps. <laughs> that's funny. He claims ain't no way it was that, that part of the band that wanted to march. And then, and then Betty introduced me to another. Another comedian that she liked it. I didn't. I didn't know anything about. I actually introduced to him to y'all two years ago. You did, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I watched it. Because but I haven't that. seen him I, that I remember. I watched. What that was special. his name? Tennessee. Nate Bargatze. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah good luck with that name, Bob. Yeah. The yeah, Tennessee kid. Just call him Nate. Yes. Yeah. I watched his special. Funny. I hadn't seen a new one from him. There may be a new one out there, but I've, I've seen. It. He's stuff. funny. He's funny. Funny guy. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. 
21 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. You know, I don't really think that that's a step out on my part to set up this next story as Wacky World. I, 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 I mean, I, I really kind of think it, it, it's a... Uh, How bizarre. How bizarre. How bizarre. Let's look around that Wacky World. Here we go. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. It's making me crazy. Well, you've heard us reference it, but we're going to dive in now and go ahead and let's, let's get it out there. The Missouri pastor mm. uh, that everybody started putting his message out on social media, he has gone on leave after what is being called, Bubba, a sexist sermon mm-hmm. in which he told women to lose weight and to look less butch and he held Melania Trump as the epic trophy wife. Okay. Now, this is a pastor. Please don't miss that. If <laughs> right. You he, uh, he was uh, the preacher at First General Baptist Church in Malden, Missouri. I guess I'm saying that. So he right. was. Mm-hmm. And, he can, was. And can we bring well, it? Let's is, really bring it in. Leave. Let's oh. really bring this in. And, Helmsy, you can uh, comment on this. Some of our audience goes yes. to this church. They yeah. do not. So a couple weeks ago, yeah. we, we got a couple emails in regards to this that obviously taking it off the Internet at that point in time. But there were some clips on Facebook that had been shared, a three-minute clip and like a seven- or eight-minute clip. And there were people saying, hey, what do you think about this? We're members of this church, and obviously this is disgusting, and, and we don't know what to do with it. And so there are people listening right now that go to this church. Well, here's what I would like for them to call, because we're going to do a phone segment after yeah. this. And you can talk about anything, not just this. Yeah. But I would like to hear, because let's be honest, when things happen, every one mm-hmm. of us know, you know, let's say that whoever it is, and they'll say, hey, oh, so-and-so did this, this, and this the other day. You either say I'm shocked, or yeah, that sounds about right. So what I'm wondering, yeah, what yeah. I'm wondering, has this guy shown signs that he is a little bizarro mm-hmm. as a pastor? Now, the thing that makes this funnier for those of you that can't see it, he himself doesn't look like he is taking care of himself physically no. to be desirable to his to his wife. Right. So so that it, there's that makes this even funnier is that he's 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 laying this down while he himself is frumpy. And doesn't look like he's taking care of himself physically. And right. you can tell too. There's, there's <laughs> that this, makes it even better. Yeah, and I don't know what clips we have, guys. And I'll try to find the whole thing and put it in show notes. But there's these awkward moments when he's standing in the pulpit after he makes some of these comments, and he's not getting a re- reaction because everybody's kind of quiet. Dude. They can't believe it, and he starts Wait, asking the question, "Hey, can I get an amen?" <laughs> And there's and there's one there's, you saying, there's, you, there's you, one guy that <laughs> hey amen you talking about yeah. the single guy are yeah. you saying yeah. the rest yeah. of them are not going there's no way they're going yeah, they're are not. you saying cringe worthy right. yes. hey listen to the sound of the one guy that doesn't have a wife yeah, yeah. Yes. can I get an amen 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 boy Luther exactly all right so here we go look at him why is it so many times that women after they get married let themselves go you looking good buddy oh no why is it why do they do that. Here's how way too many women are. Oh, boy. I got him now. The chase is over. Hey, that's where you're wrong. The chase ain't never over. Now, look, I'm not saying every woman can be the epic, the epic trophy wife of all time, like Melania Trump. I'm not saying that at all. Now, most women can't be trophy wives, but you, you know, like her, maybe you're maybe a participation trophy. I don't know. But all I can say is, not everybody looks like that. Amen. 
No, it never looks like that. But but you don't need to look like a butch either. Yeah. Oh, wow. He takes it. So. Hey, here's something you need to know. You need to know this. Men have a need for their women to look like women. Why is it so many times that women, after they get married, oh, yes, yes, yeah. so so he um, he says, did you hear hey, the he, silence? He even tried to crack a joke, and they gave hey, him nothing. Guys, buddy. that wasn't even no. That that didn't it gets worse. The here's here's of audio what he was only, doing. just a little oh, bit okay, more right, from right, right, wait, okay. uh, from me. And and he says, uh, please women, let women go need, for an amen here. Women <laughs> need to keep it right and keep it keep right. it tight. Okay, it's on makeup at one point too. Your man needs an attractive wife. Hockey player said. He said, I married a trophy wife, but now she looks like the Stanley Cup. You see what I'm talking about? And, and ladies here, here's the thing you need to know about men. No laughs. Don't give him a reason to be looking around. Hello? Oh, my God. Don't do that. <laughs> hey, he gets going on makeup. You, you, the whole and, and, thing, and, and, Bubba, you said it best. It is cringeworthy. Mm-hmm. Well, you can tell um, that the, the congregation, they don't know what to do with no. it. Yeah. So this is what secondhand embarrassment feels yeah. like. I wonder yes. what it's like. Well, <laughs> can, can I assist? Welcome what, in, Rick. The, these comments are in the context of what sermon? Yeah, I don't know what. What is this yeah. a part of? Yeah, what what got him going down what this What scripture road? is he referencing when he's he's holding the Word he of God and, and talking about it? I think the part about the Stanley Cup. Because in all fairness, the video thing we saw was Edited, yeah, you know, yeah. you could tell. Yeah, that's so true. Well, all the, of that the, didn't come at one time. So. It's a highlight. Is what <laughs> yeah. we're doing. It's, it's, we it's were giving you a highlight because it's pretty lengthy. The sermon. Well, I'm, I'm looking at what he's saying. All right, so I, I'm pretty familiar with Proverbs 31. The woman described there. That's not it. Mm-mm. I'm I'm pretty familiar with what Peter says to the women who uh, who are living in the the Roman Empire who have become followers of Jesus, but their husbands have not. And he actually says that you shouldn't make your beauty be outward and you shouldn't go out and, and, and dress in a way that brings attention to your body. Let, let the attention be to your spirit. So I'm not, I'm not sure what part of scripture. Maybe he's this, in song of Solomon. I don't yeah, know. That's I a, yeah, it, that is a, I, uh, and again, you know, God forbid that the person delivering the message actually apply it to themselves. Yeah, um, right. My man had, had his hair good. like he liked it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, does he think that his wife is? In, if, is he, he thinks he's fine. You can tell. Right. Well. Well. Again, we're all delusional <laughs> to, to a degree. I know because he he yeah. got that hair like yeah. he likes it. Right. But uh, but yeah, I, I think that marriage and and I'm not saying that there that is is it good for us to um for for our our wives and wives for their husbands to take care of themselves? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, uh, because you know, that you, you don't want them to have to deal with all your health problems. You don't want them to have to, uh, overcome things just because you've let yourself go. I got all that, yeah. but the way he's presenting well, it that's in what this I was message mm-hmm. is there is, was several times in, in the 10 to 15 minutes I saw where I thought, I see where you're trying to take this and, and, and not the clips we just played, but there were clips of him saying things that I thought, I get that, I understand what he's trying to say, but you're doing a horrible job it, at presenting this. It sounds like to me at one point, he, you know, and, and look, I've been there, you start chasing a rabbit, yeah. it's a terrible feeling. But in, <laughs> in one point, it's like he started chasing this rabbit, and, and you ever had that moment where you're hearing somebody speak, and they're, and they're trying to say something, you're just you're you're not even here. You don't exist anymore, and they're indirectly talking to someone else. It's like he's mad at his wife, you know. And everybody just kind of get caught up in it, going, yeah. "Are you upset with your wife about something?" I mean, it's uh, but he but, brings her up at one point, and he says, "I I think he well, I think he I think she was." 
probably not where she needed to be in his for his standard, and mm-hmm. she changed. Well, yeah, is, oh, it, one of those. Yeah. Is, is he ever going to get where she wishes he was? Not, uh, probably yeah. not. He's yeah. working on it. Right? Right. Right. Yeah. Reading some of the transcripts. So does he give a reason for his wife to look elsewhere? If, if it's just physical right. attraction. Right. Yeah. I yeah. still I, I still am curious what the sermon was. Yeah, well, maybe some out We'll take phone calls next at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, those, maybe he'll call. Yeah, maybe he'll call. Yeah. He certainly didn't have to prepare for a message this week. No, he's he only no, he's seeking professional counseling. He says, "Yeah, that's, pro- that, that's probably better." Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour. We're going to your phone calls right now at eight six six. We be big. MyPillow.com. You know, this is, uh, you know, a lot of you out there, there, there's so many monoliths in the the tech world. And, of course, Amazon is definitely one of those. Uh, And what have you said? Well, they've got a monopoly. There's there's no competition. And uh, what they do, I'm sorry, uh, until there's something better, I'm going to continue to do this no matter what their political views are or what agendas they may support. Well, it looks like that Mike Lindell is stepping up and saying, well, let's, let's see if we can't start competition for Amazon, and it's something called My Store. Uh, you can find that at MyPillow.com, and uh, the, he's going to start you know, showing you some examples of products that are out there that you can buy online, some companies that are up and coming, and he is uh, giving them access to his platform under something called My Store. Uh, you know, so look at some of these new products. And we were just laughing about Brian Regan's uh, comedy special. It's funny about the patent office. These are people that came in and came, said, like, like there's one there says we, they've created the perfect cereal bowl. Uh, we've got, uh, uh, gunny two holsters or one, uh, made in America socks, uh, uh, magic patented cookware. Uh, this is microwavable cookware. Uh, so I got some apparel, uh, called right side up apparel. Uh, so go there, uh, to my store at mypillow.com. And of course you can also shop for all the MyPillow products there as well by going to radio listeners using the code Bubba and saving yourself some money. To the phones we go, Huntsville, Alabama, 100.3, the river. Uh, Jennifer is standing by. Jennifer, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Thanks so much. Um, I've never called in in my entire life, but after listening to this, I just had to call in. I was laughing so hard on my way to work. Wow. And first off, I agree with what the pastor said. I mean, I think both sides, both the male and the female sometimes, as uh, we get comfortable, tend to forget about ourselves and making sure that we're, we personally um, take care of ourselves. It's not about the other person, it's about ourselves. Um, but I had to laugh. If you hadn't told me he was a pastor, I would have thought he was a comedian, and I wanted to go see him. Yeah, yeah it, that, it sounded like a comedy bit, but as, as Bubba was saying, we're trying to find out what Scripture, because you would have thought that uh, as if you look at Scripture, Scripture says that our spiritual health supersedes everything, and then everything else will flow from there. Uh, and we're to be, you know, spiritually in line, and then that might cause you to be convicted that you also have not taken care of yourself physically. Uh, so, your health. yeah, I yeah, agree. yeah. So I don't know why. I mean, I went through that process in my own life, and are still still working through it. But it had to start spiritually. There was really nothing. Yeah. From the world standpoint, that says that made me go, "Hey, man, I think I need to take care of myself better." Uh, and I know that was, and that was selfish, and mm. I understand all that. But, but it was just um, I, I'm trying to figure out what his point of his message was because yeah. what the Bible says about women, he doesn't seem to be covering, uh, and you know, and men too. But anyway, so 
I don't know. Uh, Lori, but it did sound like a comedy bit. I've, I mean, that would be a funny comedy bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lori in Nashville, Music City. Lori, go ahead. Hey, so here's to remote monkey grass in my no makeup, no hair, I guess looking like whatever the preacher was worried about. So I have been listening to God called preachers since I was old enough to go to church. Mm-hmm. Never have I heard a sermon like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never. And I, I'm, I'm going to help you men out because you don't have these instincts that women do. This is the first thing I thought when I was trying to, you know, why is he doing this? This is a man who is laying the groundwork for defense. That is exactly what he's doing. It did sound he's, like he's that. Got caught. Yeah. He's got caught. One of his buddies got caught. I don't know. But I'll bet you money. Mm. That's what it is. This is an excuse, and he's fixing to use it. Yeah, it sounds like uh, it, it. It does. It, it, I, that goes back to what yeah. I said. It almost yeah. felt like at one point nobody was in the room, and he was he was doing this for himself yeah. and something in his personal life. And everybody's looking around, going, "What what does this got to do with what we're talking about?" <laughs> uh, I would like to hear. And that you know, one single guy going, "Amen." Uh, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> the one guy with no wife. <laughs> Amen. Uh, Cameron in Montgomery, I ninety two WLWI. Cameron, go ahead. Hey guys, love the show. Thank Listen you all every morning. Uh, this was such a surprise this morning to hear that. You don't really expect to hear that coming from a church. It kind of makes you really concerned and, and really sad for that church. But two things came to mind. Um, first off, I'm not married, but my understanding that the two will become one flesh. So it kind of it's, we have a concrete example of what you know. The way that God sees us is one flesh, so he's really he's talking about his own flesh there. It does the, the approach seems very not right. Yeah, second I, I, off. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, well, he said, "Don't give him a reason." That's just that seems just silly and anti common <laughs> sense. If he has a reason to look away, it's not coming from her. That's on him. Yeah. No, you're no right. He's so the one with the eyes. It's almost like I was saying, now, are you going to go to God Almighty and say, well, God, I'm, I'm going to have a wondering eye and lust after other women because it's my wife's fault. But then God said, then what did I do to cause you to lust after other women? I thought you said you served me. So really, yeah. when you look at, at other women, you're not just sinning against your wife. You're sinning against God. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you go back to Acts chapter 5 when Ananias and Sapphira tried this little deal about pretending they gave more than they gave. Uh-huh. And Peter says, you realize you're not lying to me and us. You're lying to God. What did David finally say when he repented? I have sinned against God. He didn't really seem to care that he had sinned against Uriah or he'd sinned against Bathsheba and he'd done things to other people. That was all bad when he finally repented when he realized he did it to God. And so where's this guy's fear of God? So he's saying, well, if, my, if your wife doesn't, get, doesn't take care of herself physically, it's going to cause you to sin. But the, the last time I checked, there is no excuse to sin before a holy God if you claim to be redeemed. Right. And, uh, and, I, and I got news for everybody. As we age, if your whole marriage and you're, and you're going to be true to your wife with your eyes and with your body or to your husband, and it all depends on them looking perfect, you're, you're, in, you're in for a disappointing ride. Mm-hmm. It better be bigger than that. Uh, let's go to Jody in Missouri. Jody, go ahead. Hello. Hey, Jody. How are you this morning? Well, so do you know this pastor? Uh, Yes, sir, I do. Um, I've met him plenty of times, and actually uh, my next-door neighbor goes to his church, and several of my friends do go to this church. 
And a lot of the church members are very supportive of this preacher and agree with what he said and feel like he really shouldn't be judged for just this one sermon. Um, but I, I just am in shock with what he said myself, and I totally do not agree with what how the church feels. And the way I see it, this guy has no remorse even about what he said. He, you know, whenever he did apologize, he just said, I'm sorry to who I offended. You know, really didn't mention anything about God in the whole sermon, um, in my opinion. And I really had to go to my, the Bible myself and just double look at what this guy was saying about women. It was just very appalling. There's a lot of people upset down here. Yeah, and, well, um, well, again, Bubba and I talked about this in the break. There's Look, the gospel is offensive, and Scripture is offensive. I got, into, yeah. I got zero problem with a, a, a pastor standing up in the pulpit and says, this is what the Bible says about gender. This is what the Bible says about marriage. This is what the Bible okay. says about women and men, equal but not the same, as long as they're quoting Scripture. You know, and, yeah. and, and then if I get upset about Scripture, then that's, not, that's, that's on me. But he doesn't yeah. quote any Scripture. I mean, he, he's no, not. He sure not, doesn't. And I don't know why he did it. Now, I know for a fact that he did a sermon about men the week before, yeah. what I've been told. And he did refer to Scripture. And in this one, um, in fact, uh, uh, last year at his Mother's Day sermon, he said some pretty offensive things then. Um, so there's been more than one time that he's not quoted from the Scripture. And he even came out one time wearing high heels to see how it felt, what a woman goes through. So, so this, goes back <laughs> to, this goes back to my original question. Are, is there anybody that knows this person surprised by this, or is this some shocking moment? Jody, you, you said yeah. you went back and watched it. What was the scripture he was yeah. uh, that this whole sermon was based on? I'm just trying to get the context of what was going on. I, 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 I've never, I, I cannot see that there was a point or a sermon behind, you know. Did you watch the whole behind. sermon? I'm sorry to interrupt or you. you. Did you want to shoot from the hip on this? No, I actually, I've watched the bits and pieces. Um, I haven't, uh, by the time it was released, everything was taken down. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right, so I've got the entire thing here, and I'm going to watch it later on. So I okay. can't give you that at this point. Right. However, it says in this article, Clark, that's his last name, includes one Bible verse in the sermon which he told husbands in the congregation to display on the headboard of their beds. I don't know what that means. 1 Corinthians 7, 4 is the verse. Now, in his defense, I've not heard the whole thing, and I'm going to go back and watch it, and, and if he uses Scripture, I'll pull it and let you guys know. But that's the, that um, may be the list of the people who are not going to inherit the kingdom of heaven. It may be something about sexual immorality in there. I don't know. Uh, um, the wife does not have authority over her own body, but uh, yields it to her husband. Yeah, in the, the same way the husband does not have authority over his own body, right. but yields it to his wife. Yeah. And, we've, and we've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. That's the- Now, I don't know if that's the only thing he used in his defense. He may have used other scripture. The article says that's the only verse he discussed in this sermon. Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, he could have just left it at what is biblically sound, that inside the intimacy of marriage, except for a time of fasting and praying, uh, the intimacy between the husband and wife is God-ordained and should not be withheld. That's biblical. That's scripture. But this other thing about chasing this other Rick thing. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866. We be big is our number. Thank you for being with us. 
themanchurch.com back out on the road again as uh, we got churches all over the country implementing the men's discipleship strategy. So exciting to see that. Uh, churches and communities taking the reaching and discipling of men serious. And we'll be at uh, Westview Baptist Church Friday night, Op, Alabama, the home of 1077. Uh, if you uh, would like to be there, there's no charge for that at all. Uh, you just need to register, and so they know because they're trying to be, keep up with the number of seats uh, that they have available due to the spacing and all that. Uh, so we'll be there coming up on uh, Friday night, and they'll kick off the men's discipleship strategy. We'll do the high challenge. That's the men's gathering, and then we'll roll them into the high equipping, and that's our 40-week curriculum. Our second 40-week curriculum will be coming out on the, at the end of this month, but the pursuit uh, of uh, Christ-centered masculinity is the one that we've had for the last year. So uh, John uh, in uh, in Alabama is standing by. John, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? I'm doing fine. I love listening to you guys. Thank you. This morning, on my way to work in Dothan, then on my way to work in Panama City. You guys keep Thank me awake you. on this drive down here. Thank, Thank you, you, sir. This uh, going on about the uh, preacher worrying about the body shape. First Corinthians six. I believe starting in verse 19, it says, Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Therefore, honor God or bring glory to God with your body. He bought that body with a price. He bought your spirit with a price. Honor him with that. It's not a matter of looking good for your wife or looking good for your husband. It's a matter of honoring God. Yeah, and that's also uh, talking, uh, coming off sexual sins because, you know, one of the things that he says right. is because yes, he, he sees all this at the church at Corinth. And he says, you realize that all the other sins you commit are outside the body, but when you take your body and you commit sexual sin with another person, you're now joining Jesus Christ himself, and he says, with a prostitute or a, another woman or yeah, you, you know, talking, a, another yeah. man. And so, he, yeah, he's, and, he, and he's talking about that. You're right, and that's the thing I think he, he's missing. There's a, devo- he there's a devotion to, to Christ in all this, not I want my wife to look better because it, it makes life easier on me. And makes her more desirable to me. I don't think you'll, you know, when you go to the story yeah. of, of of Gomez, where you know, here's the husband whose wife has has, has fallen into prostitution, and God yep. tells him to go back to, her. to go get her and bring her back and redeem her and take her back as your wife. You know, there, there's a sacrificial element to to marriage and and a selflessness that Scripture screams about. And this guy seems like that he started down one road about the intimacy in marriage should not be withheld, and, and I agree with him on that, except for a time of praying and fasting. Of course, everybody conveniently leaves that part out. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you take any time to pray and fast and, and step away from that uh, and let that not become you know the, the idol of the household? But it's also a gift from God, and it should not be withheld. But you don't see you know, anything. Should we, would, would, would I think that my wife would like her husband to take care of himself? Yeah. Would would a husband like for the wife to take care of herself? Sure, but he's acting like that's the end all. But there's all kinds of examples throughout Scripture right. that we're devoted to our spouses, regardless of the situation, uh, and uh, and 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 you work with it. And plus, it doesn't look like he's applied the same standard to himself. Which again, yeah. you know, that that's the problem. He needs to do a sermon on gluttony. Yeah, well, and that's that's the problem that I ran into. Is I was like, you know what? You can have sin in your life that people can't see. <clears throat> and it might not hurt your credibility because they don't know what you do. You know, we see this all the time. But when you let yourself go and and you stand up and start teaching, people can see it with their own eyes, real clear. And uh, and and you make these things not to you, you you make these sacrifices to try to be more effective with your life, not so you know you can uh, keep your husband from looking at other women. I mean, that doesn't. 
I mean, it's um, – and, again, does he do the same thing for his wife to be sure that she doesn't have a, a – you know, the person is supposed to be devoted to you no matter what you do. Uh, and, uh, and to, you know, to a certain extent, unless they, of course, committed to, uh, the, the, you know, something against the marriage that can't be resolved. But it just, it's like, I think he, I think he had an idea what he was going to do and he just got to chasing a yeah, rabbit he, and he got, it's almost like he doesn't look like he meets the requirement to be given the responsibility he's been given. Well, I, I don't want to defend him because I don't know him and I don't, didn't hear the whole sermon, mm-hmm. uh, Obviously, there's some cringe-worthy comments that have mm-hmm. been picked out and uh, you know played uh, uh, on the internet. But you know, I think in all fairness, we probably all of us need to listen to the whole context yeah. before we get to get our spurs out too much on well, it. Well, and you know, too, and I, again, this is completely me just assuming because we don't know. He might have been like 350 pounds and lost a lot of weight. He mm-hmm. may actually look good for himself. I don't. He know. may be working. on I don't something. know. Yeah, we, we, uh, I'm trying to look at the you know. <laughs> You know, y'all know well, how I do. Yeah, well, but it's okay to say, look, based on what but I, I disagree completely with his presentation. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, the I, way he did it mm-hmm. and approached it for sure. Yeah, and may, maybe there's some way that it worked, but I, I can't see how it would. But, uh, but again, uh, uh, there was one guy in the crowd thought he was rocking it. I know that. <laughs> yeah. To <laughs> uh, uh, let's go to uh, uh, where was it? Uh, let's go to uh, Jordan out of Tallahassee. Jordan, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Morning, fellas. Green Anchors. Thank you. Howdy. Appreciate it. Go ahead. You know, uh, y'all were talking about this guy this morning. Actually, uh, a friend of mine first told me about it the other day, and uh, I listened to these clips. And I agree, you know, you need more context. But I'll tell you what. Men, solely based off of what we've heard in these clips, i tell you, the church down the road for me, Beulah Baptist, I mean, he would have left there with a face full of fist instead of fried chicken that day. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, to me, you know, like I say, just hearing this, and I understand what he's saying, but shouldn't shouldn't the message be wrapped around we don't lust against our spouses because it's sin against God? Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, it seems like you would work you'd work that way out. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I, I got news for you. I don't know that any of us live out our lives so perfectly that the people who are married to us go, today, man, you're, you're number one. You're desirable. All the time, every day, all the time. <laughs> I, 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 well, I, I hope that's not the kind of – I don't think any of us meet that standard. Mm-hmm. So it's got to be the devotion to Christ yeah. equals devotion to whatever is obedient. Uh, which one, Greg? Six. Uh, let's go to Kim. In Alabama. Kim, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Hey, how are you guys? Good. I don't want to be uh, beating the pinata after the candy's already been consumed by the little kids. But uh, <laughs> What a great example. I, uh, I uh, have a perspective on this. I was married to one of those preachers. And uh, I was married for over 12 years to him and uh, have been divorced now for 10 years. And somebody referenced this earlier, but uh, it's kind of like the conscience comes out in the preaching. Yeah. Um, and every time that I knew that he had had an affair, when he preached, I knew. And uh, he ended up having over 43 affairs. Ooh. He was very charming. He was very talented. Um, but the narcissistic um, attributes of love get um, misconstrued and the guilty conscience does come out because the Holy Spirit does work and he he does allow you to know what's going on in your marriage. Well, mm-hmm. thank you. I'm sorry you went through that. Wow. 
I really do. And I'm glad that it uh, sounds like hopefully uh, all that's been at least redeemed, but the hurt I know is still there. So thank you for that. Top of the hour. If you leave us, have a good day. If you got more Rick and Bubba, uh, then uh, Lord willing, we shall continue. Will of Meat could happen at any time today or this week. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We're the show that takes the other show's lunch money. Rick and Bubba. It is six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We'll get more of your phone calls in on uh, on the show as we move forward. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Andy Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba, all here. And welcome back for a brand new hour. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here. Honored and privileged. Thank all of you for spending a few hours with us each and every day. We'd prefer five, but hey, we'll take what we can get. Well, you know, our uh, our history has been riddled with, uh, you know, uncomfortable transitions. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so if you look at this next one, you were telling me, and we've talked about this before and even discussed it in the uh, uh, the Rick and Bubba University podcast uh, when we had our wives on about how there seems to be, you know, there's a there's a fine line, and uh, you know what we just experienced last hour. You know, is uh, probably you know a, a presentation that, uh, on uh, best case scenario, could have been handled better. Worst case scenario was just uh, I don't know where the guy was going. But anyway, um, the the art of the proper pursuit of a maid. I mean, people call it courting. Uh, you know, people call you know the pursuit of uh, if you're a man, the pursuit of uh, of your wife seems to kind of be a, a, a been a lost art. And you said there was somebody that's been doing a study about this, about the environment that we've allowed uh, to be created in our world is really having an impact on, uh, like I say, what the old folks used to call courting. Rick, this is from the website Sock News Daily, which mm-hmm. I, you know, yeah, sure. a little worried about yeah, right sure. out of the gate, sure. to be honest with you. Uh, the name of the article is called New Study Finds Not Knowing How to Flirt is the main reason behind involuntary singlehood. Involuntary now, singlehood. Now, you have to catch all these terms, uh, involuntary singlehood. People yep. who are single who don't want to be single. That's right, yeah. Uh, the new study published on February the 19th in the journal, and I get the name of this, Personality and Individual Differences. <coughs> Anybody subscribe to that S- here? Say that again. Personality. Personality and Individual Differences. So I have That's to, a journal. I have to go. Sound like a bunch of losers. <laughs> Greg, do you subscribe to that? <laughs> Absolutely not. Should I? They have found out that the main reason behind involuntary singlehood is not knowing how to flirt. And body odor. <laughs> this factor was followed by not knowing how to perceive signals of interest, a lack of effort, and an overly high level of choosiness. Uh, according oh, to the author uh, of the study, uh, this was done at the University of Cyprus. Uh, past research has shown that half of single people are involuntary single. In other words, they would like to have a partner, but they're trouble. They're having trouble finding one. Um, not by choice. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is not entirely surprising. The author writes says finding a romantic partner requires a number of skills. People need to know how to flirt. In order to attract prospective partners, they also need the ability to understand signals of interest and put in sufficient amounts of time effort. 
Now, this was this was kind of interesting, uh, Rick, when they mentioned this. They said, through much of human history, mating practices were regulated heavily by the parents because parents chose spouses for their children. This is no longer the case in most societies today. Nevertheless, the transition has been a very recent one in terms of evolutionary behavior. Uh, this means that there's not yet been enough time for poor flirting skills to have been selected out. This is largely because in the past, lack of this skill would have not been would not have impaired one's chances of finding a partner. So they're saying on the big picture that parents picking a mate uh, has been the way it is through most of human history. This thing of us finding our own mates kind of a new thing, and we're not really completely good at it yet. Guys, I'm going to tell you, I know it feels weird to <laughs> us. There may be some validity to that, and believe all, it or not. And we've all seen the movies. Und- undoubtedly, there's certain movie lines that are going to mm. live forever, and everybody just keeps on doing them over and over again. One of them is that the adult in the movie somehow, through some touching of something or reciting some mantra, now becomes the child, and the child becomes the adult. And then we go through the movie of what it's like for the adult to be in the child world and the child to be in the yeah, adult world. Swap. We've done that so many times. The other one is started what, with Freaky Friday. The other one is what Bubba's touching on. Oh no, I live in a culture where my parents choose my husband or wife, and I want to find love on my own. Uh, we've seen that storyline a thousand times. But the thing that's often left out, Bubba, and that's why I'm now coming back to this study, is that honestly, in cultures where the parents pick the spouse for their their son and daughter, those marriages do better than than, than the societies where that doesn't happen. <laughs> they, they've had a pretty good success rate. A lot well, of, and I don't know how happy they are uh, in, involved in that. And all of us, I think, uh, prefer that we have our own own choice. No, that, I agree but, with that. But let's uh, look at the common sense of it, though. Don't you agree that at fifty six years old, and, and and again, in our in our what we do for a living, our maturity level has stunted a little bit because we're allowed to act like. <laughs> goof off and act like, a, like, like kids still sure. to, to a certain degree. But I would say just because of the numbers and the times that I am wiser at 56 than I was at 26. I think that's a fair statement it is. Right. most of the time. Yeah, yeah. So wouldn't it make sense that two parents that were older than you probably can see red flags and probably can see disaster for this spouse you're pursuing that you can't see because you're young and stupid? Oh, I, I think – I think most any yeah. parent would say that they've probably had a teenager that had uh, eyes towards somebody they thought might be trouble right. in the long haul and not or, a good pick. Or was going to be a handle. But, because we understood. See, we're looking at you through what marriage actually is, not your delusional vision of it right. as a young person that watches a bunch of romantic movies and thinks that's the w- real world. Yeah. And honestly, so we, so when we you're probably a, could help you make a better choice. When you're a teenager, you, you, your emotions are so out of control because your hormones are out of control mm-hmm. and you know, you ain't thinking clear anyway. <clears throat> so, but you know, it, get, it gets back to this topic of, of flirting. Yep. When you say the word flirt, is that a positive or negative term in most people's eyes? In today's society? Today. Negative. Negative, yeah. But well, there, see, was a, that, there was a time it wasn't. Well, <clears throat> and, and see, I think that's that's part of the problem. Mm-hmm. That's part of the problem. The, You're just strutting like a gobbler. You, <laughs> that's right. You, yeah. you have to have, this, you have, to have <laughs> this unique balance yeah. between the Me Too movement. I know. Which means you do not want women to be put in uncomfortable situations, abused, all that. I mean, we, we all agree on that, okay? The other side is you still have to get out and have a conversation with people. 
You have to be able to ask them out on a date to get to know them better. And where does the line between flirting and hitting on somebody start? I mean, it's a very complicated thing. And you can see where it is confusing to a lot of people today. Because I I think it's more blurred now than ever. Like you say, being a flirt was not a bad word when we were growing up. And and there was a time when, because I've heard my wife talk about this, through her 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 years of being pursued by males, and she said they, we we were able to discern the person who was just interested in you and what she would call the cheesy or the creepy guy, and we would just discern that ourselves by by you know and, and move on. But now, if you turn out to be the cheesy or the creepy guy, you could be in jail or fired or you know end up yeah. in you know and and so I, I think there's a lot of males, uh, at least you know from what I hear, the talk that they're they're just kind of scared to even engage because there's so many negative things can happen versus the one positive that you find that person that uh, they just they're just kind of like eh, I don't I don't know if I want to fool with it because of this environment and I can't believe what right. I'm about to say I honestly can't believe what I'm about to say is it possible because of the environment and it doesn't have to be your parents right but are, is really the only way to get through this and still pursue a spouse is to have some help from either your parents or from other people that put you in a group setting with they, somebody they know, you need to meet somebody, here's somebody we know, and then you have to trust your friends that they would vet out a person that wouldn't be problematic, and you then you get to that stage of, of pursuing a person and all that other has already been wiped out by the other people. You see what I'm saying? Well, almost yeah, like you have yeah. to have a vetting group and, and you have uh, a strange yeah. mix now. You can't you, really go on your own anymore. You, you have to throw <laughs> in social media because it's thrown into everything and see how it affects this stuff and what people have said about you in the past, right oh, or wrong. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, the trolls are out there and I, you know, it's, I don't envy somebody on the single scene today. Let me just let me no. let me put it all together by saying that. Now, I will say that you know it, you you can be thankful out there, parents, that social media exists to some degree, because when your daughter or son is giving you a bunch of uh, hogwash about the quality of this human being that they're in love with or think they want to be in love with, you just simply go look at their social media and you'll, see, you, yeah. you'll know everything about it. True. <laughs> no need to hide in the bushes. You ain't got to dig. You ain't got to be a private investigator. But I, but I would think that the courting process would be very, very difficult in today's environment. Very difficult. Because what we call pursuit might now be called... Well, you remember yeah. the you remember the mom that called here that someone complimented her daughter and she thought she'd been uh, abused. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly that's what funny. Yeah. I mean that's a, that's scary. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't stop. 22 minutes uh, past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. All right, so um, as we make our way back, a couple of things, and it seems like the same topic is dominant on the show today. Uh, Kansas football coach Les Miles um, and Kansas, they have mutually agreed to part ways amid the probe into inappropriate behavior at LSU. Okay, now Rick, this so, this is really this, a a, this is a very interesting case again, mm-hmm. and you always have to state this for some reason. Yep. 
no one wants women to be in an uncomfortable situation. No one wants to see women abused. Women are equals and should be treated as equals, okay? Les Miles was the subject of complaints at LSU. There was an internal study done by an independent group investigation, and they found that he had acted inappropriate in several instances with females at LSU. Inappropriate, not illegal. Inappropriate. They did not feel like that it reached a level of firing him. This was in 2013, okay? He was fired in 2016 once the performance on the field of the team began to to roll off. Was not fired for the inappropriate allegations or even confirmation. Now, the argument may have been, well, as long as he was winning, they looked the other way. When he quit winning, this was still out there. Anyway, he is let go from LSU. He finds a new coaching job at Kansas, is doing a fair job there. Would we say it was mm, fair? He didn't win two games, but that may not be his Well, fault. the program hadn't yeah. won like any before he got there. I mean, they were three, terrible. Three and 18 in two seasons at Kansas. Okay. So, so he, he's, he's not there yet. He, no. Now, that's may have a reason why. Or well, is that his coach? No, that's his, no that's, okay. that's his record. So <clears throat> he hasn't done, he hasn't done a, a very good job for them. Right. Which makes it easier to get rid of. Right, which always makes it easier. <laughs> Absolutely. It sure does. <laughs> may be the reason they're getting rid of it. So this yeah. report from 2013, which was not public, right. finally came out because of a lawsuit uh, under the Freedom of Information Act. It finally came out. It was made public. And now that the folks at Kansas mm-hmm. have seen this story from 2013, they fire less. Mm-hmm. Or they have parted ways mutually, which means they gave him enough money he wouldn't sue them. He was due oh, to be good. paid a little more than $8 million um, through uh, 2023. I, I think uh, safe to say he, unless something dramatically turned around, he probably wouldn't be – probably be fired at the end of next season. Maybe he got another one or two. I don't know. But it, it, it's kind of odd in the way this has all gone down because this settlement may prevent Kansas from being sued because they went on mutual terms. Right, but right. Um, he was actually – being fired because at Kansas in 2021 because of an internal study at LSU in 2013 that didn't even cause him to be fired at LSU <clears> at the time. <throat> this is getting very complicated. Well, and, and now that I see his record, because I, I, you know, you may not know this, I don't follow Kansas football a lot, but but I was interested in <laughs> don't less, follow the Jayhawks, you know, less miles being there. But I was somewhat interested. But now you think. Because I agree with you, to fire someone over something they didn't get fired about when the people they used to work for found out about it and said, you need to correct this, but we're not going to fire you. And then you fire me for something they didn't fire me for that that never has – that we don't know. There's been no no indication that Les Miles still has this problem or, or didn't correct this behavior. Has anybody come out of Kansas and said he was doing the same thing here? Now, again, that may come out later. I haven't heard that. I, I, it doesn't seem – it's not in this article. So the question is – is this just a convenient way for Kansas to put the brakes on an agreement that they think it didn't go the way they thought it would, and here's a good way for us to get out of it, or are they really concerned about it? Well, here's the thing, too. Remember, he was put on paid leave when the report came out prior to him being let go. So that report was the catalyst for the beginning of this. Mm-hmm, no Whether doubt. that was the main cause or not, it was the beginning of that. But did I walk into your office and say, I have great news today? 
you know, Les is three and eighteen, and we owe him eight million dollars. We can get rid of him for four. Uh, hey, I think I've got the way we can get out. <laughs> now I agree with we you. If he was out. eighteen and three, yeah, you would see a little different story, maybe. But their argument is going to be, well, if we'd have known this, we oh, wouldn't I have hired him in the first place. But why? So they got it if now. they didn't fire him at LSU. Well, again, well, maybe they would have said, well, the, maybe LSU wouldn't offend him, but we weren't. Right. I don't know yeah. whether that's legit, but the, that, I can well, see the them three and eighteen is messing us up because we don't know where to go with the three and eighteen. Exactly. Well, let, let's just take the records off the table for a minute. Let's just look at the behavior. The report that LSU had done was done by somebody independent, but it wasn't law enforcement. Right. Okay, he could dispute that and say, "Look, that ain't true." He you, has. You, you're you're just this is not right. Yeah, he, I think he, he, he has, has a lot of it. That. He has. But LSU did not think it rose to the level of getting rid of him. And at that it time, did, though, it didn't was, meet calls for contract. At that time, he was very successful there. Yeah. Right. Also, is another reason for they weren't as offended. Yeah. You know. Well, that always changes things. But but Bubba's point is LSU had all this information. There were no criminal charges, and he wasn't even fired for calls, right. meaning it was so bad it says right here in your contract you can't act this it, way. It didn't reach that level according to their internal legal team. Les Miles says this has been exaggerated, and uh, I, a lot of these allegations I, I, I do not think are true and I did not do. But And there's been no signs that he's done anything like this at Kansas I'm telling you, this was a way out for Kansas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, somebody it could have been three and eight. Go, hey, somebody y'all think, said, "Y'all think he's going to turn this thing around?" Nah, well, somebody let's take said, "We hired a guy with a big name, and we paid him a lot of money because of what he'd done in his past." I don't see us heading this. Script. It'd be different if you'd hired a coach; you'd have to pay a lot. <laughs> then you'd go, "Let's keep on working." But you, you paid a lot of money. When you pay a lot of money, you expect a quick turnaround for a lot of money. I lost Nick Saban at Alabama. Yeah, you know, and uh, and he ruined and, it for everybody. Yeah, and <laughs> and Les is not; they don't feel like it's got the the program headed in a direction that looks like he's worth the money. Yeah, and then they LSU somebody demands this be made public. Kansas finds out about it and says, "I think we got a way out." Because mm-hmm. if that's not the case, what they're doing to him is not fair. I mean, it's it. I mean, you can't. I get fired for something I didn't even get fired for. Well, school. you put I mean, yourself mm-hmm. in his position. And again, we've already stated the importance of treating women properly. That goes without saying. But for you to be fired at your current job based on a secret report done at your past employer that nobody ever knew about, and and Les Miles may not have known about I don't know. I don't know if he was ever brought up to speed on it or not. Uh, he was. Yeah. He was. Yeah, he was. Okay. Well, well, the, even even then, some internal report that my past company said you need to fix this, but we're not going to fire you. For me to get fired at the next job, if I, I fixed it, that's uh. I did just get an email from some pastor in Missouri says, well, maybe Les Miles' wife got ugly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bottom of the hour, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Uh, it is a brand new hour. Thanks for being with us. Uh, here's something you need to know. It is likely if you are watching this program, listening to this program live or archived, you are paying too much for your homeowners and your automobile insurance. And I'll tell you why I know that is because you probably didn't put a lot of research into it. I didn't. I admit that before Gabby. Uh, came along, uh, continue to get emails of people going, my goodness, I, I'm re- I'm overpaying 
in these two areas to the tune of an average of $1,000 a year. Uh, like I said, I, I know someone personally that uh, checked theirs out, and it, it saved them $2,000. Uh, but the average is about $1,000 a year. And here's the, here's the other part. If you, if you use Gabby.com slash Bubba, that's G-A-B-I.com slash Bubba, and, you, and it turns out that the automobile insurance that your family has and the homeowner's insurance that you have is the best price or about what everybody else is charging, then great. But, buddy, if you look and you're overpaying just because uh, this is the agency that your mom and granddaddy and everybody used and so you're using them, uh, I would take a look. And it doesn't cost you anything to take a look, and you're not obligated to do anything. Just go to gabi.com slash Bubba, enter your insurance information, takes a few minutes, and then all of a sudden, bam, instantly 40 of the top insurance providers like Allstate Farmers, State Farm, Travelers, Amica, Progressive, Nationwide, and others, they all pop up and say, here's what we would charge you for the exact same coverage on your automobiles and for the exact same coverage on your home. And then you take the one that's best. And it doesn't doesn't cost you anything. Gabby.com slash Bubba, saving folks an average of $1,000 a year. Also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Uh, if, if I say Dr. Harold Katz, does everybody immediately check your breath? Yes. Uh, I was thinking in the yep, break. That's right. Do, so, I, do I have chronic halitosis at this moment? Dr. Katz is back from TheraBreath. <laughs> Katz, when are you going to get back to coming to see us in Sweet Home, Alabama? We're ready for you to come back. Uh, I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm vaccinated. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be there. Look, well, you you got to come back. <laughs> I mean, look, enough of this Zoom stuff. Uh, we, we, okay. yeah, you got to come hang out and uh, let's, let's eat some breakfast and then not worry about it because our breath will instantly be fresh again. Uh, okay, let's, let's set a date for after 4th of July. Think, things should be better by then. So let's talk about what's going yeah. on with, with their breath. You've been with us for a while. We got the products all over the studio. You've got a bunch of them there, uh, in front of, yeah. of, of you, but I, whoa, 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 I see some other names over here. That's not your stuff. What, what, what are these competitors doing up here? Do, do, do I, this stuff over here. Yeah, what's all this over here? What in the world? Well, all this, all this stuff gives you bad breath. Uh, we know that uh, drinking alcohol and eating garlic and onions, all that will give you bad breath. But many of the leading mouthwashes have up to twenty-seven percent alcohol, and that's going to make your mouth really dry. The last thing that you want is a dry mouth. Saliva is nature's way of keeping your breath fresh. What the Therabreath products do, they keep your mouth really moist. And they attack the bacteria that cause bad breath. They also dissolve all the food odors, the onions, the garlic, all that nasty stuff that makes your breath really foul. Uh, TheraBreath will gobble it up. Dr. Cass, I think people, I don't want them to miss this point because you're absolutely correct. Alcohol gets rid of water. When you have water in your gas tank, you put an alcohol product in there to get rid of it. So what is the problem? Are most of these products use alcohol to kill the bacteria? But what you have done is find a way to kill it without taking the moisture out, which is also an enemy of your mouth. Exactly. In fact, one one reason why alcohol is many of the mouthwashes is not to kill bacteria. There's not enough there to kill the bacteria. It's to make it look really nice on the shelf because many of those ingredients are not uh, uh, easily dissolved with water, so they have to use alcohol. So it's a cosmetic reason why it's there. But now that we know the research in bad breath, that dry mouth can lead to bad breath. You don't want any alcohol. Uh, What we use is an oxygen-based compound. Oxygen is the natural enemy of the anaerobic bacteria. And I can do a little demonstration here for your uh, listeners and viewers. If you eat a little uh, hamburger today at lunch and there's some onion in it, now here he goes eating that onion again. 
I mean, he just anything above anything above hundred on my machine here, the halometer is going to be yeah, bad breath. Gosh, he just bit right on that onion. He'll eat an onion. So, so what's her number, Doc? My number was about five hundred. Whoa! Here's some of the Therabreath. Cheers. Wow, five hundred. Let's go. Knock it back, cats. <laughs> five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> look, look at you. No. There it is. Here it comes back. Uh, I, I wish it was an Alabama onion. Unfortunately, it's a California onion. <laughs> okay, here we go. So I, I had over 500. Let's see what we get here. Mm, what does it say now, cats? Uh, going down, but let's see what Thank you. No, the, the halometer. Look at it. What, yeah, 105. Yeah, so that, that's. So okay. you, you got immediate wow. results. Halimeter. Yeah, immediate. It works immediately. Now, you should rinse for about uh, 30 seconds or so. You should gargle as well because a lot of the bacteria in your throat. Uh, now, a lot of people ask me, what does the mask do with your breath? Well, the problem is when you wear the mask, you're pushing that odor right up into the back of the back of the mask, right up into mm-hmm. your nose. So you're smelling yeah. your bad breath immediately. I mean, right off the bat. Plus, it makes your mouth more dry. But then people ask me, what happens when we stop using the mask? What's going to happen? We actually developed a new product. It's called a TheraBreath Immunity Spray, and this has vitamins and antioxidants in it. It's available at Target and Walmart, and what it does, it helps build up your immunity. Uh, we know that many of the microbes in the air, they enter they enter through your body, through your nose, and through your mouth, and uh, they end up here in the back of the throat. What the immunity spray will do, you give it a couple of spritzes right in the back of your throat, like that. It's full of very concentrated uh, oh, wow. vitamins and antioxidants that will help build up your immunity. So you're 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 so what you're, you're now addressing the actual entry point uh, of of these microbes into our body. Exactly. And, and exactly. You're, you're, you're trying yeah. to give, give it, almost like a filter to filter them out or to protect you. Well, what it does, it builds up your immunity. You know, you, know, you have friends that sort of never get sick, never get a cold, never get the flu. Like Greg. Well, they. Have, uh, yeah, they, what's that? Yeah, my my brother's that way. He he said oh, it has bro- okay. he, he said it has something to do with something in his blood, but I won't get into that today. Yeah. Well, some people have natural immunity. They actually have uh, more of the antioxidants in their system that may have a better diet. What this what this spray will do it will help give you some more of that natural immunity. We even have probiotics, and the way that these work, you chew on them, and they actually you sort of build up uh, what we call uh, Navy Seals, about two billion Navy Seals. In the back of your throat, so when the bad when the bad bugs come up, knock them out. So these are all new products. You know, we've been talking yeah, the about the family's growing. Yeah, yeah the family yeah. is growing. So, so if I if I go to therabreath.com today, or I'm looking at all the there's over a hundred different retailers. But but you know, with shelf size, you go into some real, uh, realtors and you you know the retailers and you, not a realtor. <laughs> a re, if you go into a realtor, look. Hope, if a realtor gives you this with a new house, I think that you got a good realtor. If they say you know? if you buy this today, look what's in the medicine cabinet. Right. But anyway, if, if you go, to, you know, if, if you're if you're trying to go to some of the retailers, sometimes yeah. you know there's a lot of products now, and, and and some places give you more shelf space than others. But right. but all of them can be found at the website, right? Yeah, therabreath.com, T-H-E-R-A, breath.com. Not only that, on the homepage, there's a link, and you can get store coupons for it, coupons for the mouthwash, for the toothpaste, for the immunity products. It's all on therabreath.com. And as usual, we do have free samples of the breath products. So you call my office. We'll send it out for free, 800-557-6960, 800-557-6960. You get some free therabreath products. 
You go to therapeuth.com, you get the coupons for the immunity products and all the other products as well. So when you go to Walmart or Target or any of the drugstores, you save a couple of bucks. So if you look at the at the army of Therabreath products now, we've added more people to to the army. They're, yes. Oral care from top to bottom, everything you need. I mean, you've got products for dry mouth. You now have products for uh, you know your your immune system. You now have products you know that help you with the probiotics, and of course you've got the lozenges, which. I, there's no telling how many boxes yeah. of lozenges this show has sold because I, I have so many friends that they'll say, I'm telling you when you turn me on to these lozenges because we use these products, but again, if I use you know your toothpaste and your mouthwash and at lunch I I've got the the you know the the peppers and the and the onions on my Philly sure. my Philly steak sandwich, you know, as soon as I'm done, or when I get to work and drink, you know, a couple of cups of, of coffee. You know, I go to the lozenge, and then bam, I'm back to fresh breath again. Yeah, my my, my wife thanks you very much. I bet you, you know, does. I, I keep a bag of them in the in the truck because it, it oh, does good. wonders after lunch. Absolutely, yeah. you you got to have. I have them hit out everywhere. Well, one of these things we we've learned with all, with this COVID uh, uh, situation, uh, people who are susceptible, uh, obviously people who are overweight, people who are diabetic, but also people that have gum disease. And one of the products that have been flying off the shelf is our Healthy Gums mouthwash. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that's at all the retailers. That's at uh, you know Target and Walmart and Walgreens. Very popular product because it'll actually help keep your gums healthier. When your gums are bleeding, you literally have an open wound site, which makes you more susceptible to other types of problems. So uh, not only do we have healthy gums, we even have for cavities, a healthy smile formula. So we basically address all the oral care issues. And now we're trying to help build up immunity as well. And, and Rick, as we've talked about on the show many times, even with Dr. Dudney, your, your health begins in your mouth. It does. It really does. Your mouth is the doorway to the rest of your body. And if, if your doorway is a mess, you can imagine what the rest of your house looks like. So keep your mouth clean. The rest of your body will follow suit. It and, just works that way. And you can do that, I mean, comprehensive top to bottom with all the TheraBreath products. Now, I want you to understand what Dr. Katz has said, and he does this every time he comes on. If you call the number 1-800-557-6960, they're going to give you some samples. I mean, they're, for the Rick and Bubba family, there's some there's some freebies there from TheraBreath. Uh, and, of course, you can get all the products at retailers all over the country, all the big ones. Uh, but also you can find out what's available and get coupons. It'll save you some money at TheraBreath.com. So, uh, Dr. Katz, always fun to get together, and I'm loving that the family is growing. Uh, there they are. Just going. Yeah. Well, thank. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm making a promise. I will be there this summer. Yeah. Come, I mean, come back to see us. I mean, the, the Zoom. It's just not the same. I mean, you, you always come okay. in. What you got? You bring your suit. You bring your suitcase in. You bring joy in the room. We're so, always terrified of your breath meter. That's right. The breath meter strikes fear in all of us. Thank you, Doctor Katz. Appreciate what okay, you do, buddy. Thank you, you guys. Know, take care. Uh, you know, we always score good on it because we use these props. That's right. He ain't gonna, he ain't gonna sneak up on us. Uh, we'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us. You can reach us at 866-WE-BE-BIG. All right, so uh, covering some more stories for you today. And this one's going to be a little difficult to follow. As we've already mentioned, you know, the royal family's in the news again because you have uh, uh, Harry and his wife. Is it Megan? Is, yeah. Is it Megan? Yeah. Megan Markle. Uh, Markle. They, they, have, they have fled to California. 
and all the Hollywood left is in love with them, and oh, the royal families treated us so badly and awful. Of course, they let us keep our allowance, but I mean, we 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 didn't we don't like them. I don't like how they treated my wife, and now there's become the thing: the royal family is racist. Oh yes, uh, the royal family is racist. And Bubba, you were telling me that Black Lives Matter uh, because uh, you know they they got rid of Orange Man because Orange Man Orange Man bad. Uh, so now they got to find other causes because uh, you know we've got we've got the all loving all wonderful Biden Harris um, administration, um, and so they're looking for new causes. And because of the treatment of, I guess they're saying a woman of color and the um, and the and the child, they believe by the royal family. Because you need to clarify, one one of the experts says they're completely wrong on this. They say it's time to boycott. Black Lives Matter says boycott yeah, I, I saw the, the royal family. And it caught my eye, Rick. BLM co-founder <laughs> calls for a boycott of the royal family after Megan's bombshell claim about concerns over Archie's skin color. Um, if you go back to the interview, from what I understand, because I didn't waste my time watching it, that, uh, th- that Megan claims that Archie was not given the prince title because they didn't know what shade he was going to be when he came out. Uh, I could give you a heads up because of pasty white Harry. I don't think you got anything to worry yeah, about. It looks there, like you know? it. Have you seen Archie? Uh, I, doubt like the, I doubt the poor kid can even get a suntan. Right. You know? yeah, right. Uh, but uh, the uh, this whole thing kicked up. Of course, once that was thrown down, you know the the racist card and and mm. you know selective breeding is that racist? I mean, they it's just turned into a racism issue now. And, uh, but I, I got to think it, you know, and I, I saw one of the experts on the Royal family from Britain, he was explaining, he didn't get the Prince title because he didn't qualify because he wasn't in the direct line or something. And I don't know. And frankly, don't care. Okay. But Let some, me be but, very clear. But to tell both sides of the story, someone has stepped forward and say, and says the discussion on whether to put the title of Prince on Archie had nothing, had nothing to do, to do has nothing to do with his ethnicity. <laughs> right. and correct me if I'm wrong. It had to just, do with he, where he is in the tree. Yeah, he when just she made, made those allegations. Did didn't they? They said it wasn't the Queen or or any of them. But they wouldn't say who it was. Yeah, they so it says a member of the uh, monarchy was well, well, I mean, an unnamed source wanted to discriminate against Archie uh, because of his skin color. Well, that, well, you you gonna have to be a little more specific if you're going to make that case, than well, somebody said inside the monarch. Yeah. And, and then to the, I think, what somewhat comedy part of this is that the BLM co-founder is wanting a boycott of the royal family, and I got to thinking, well, let's just say I'm all up in the house with you on that, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do I even do that? Yeah, I, what if I said, you know what, Black Lives Matter, thank you. I am boycotting the, the royal family, and I'm doing it starting today because they're racist. Or for whatever reason, how do I boycott the royal yeah, family? They're not in my life normally. I don't. They're not part of my life. What What am I going to do with? I them? don't. I don't buy product at the royal family store. No. I don't eat at the royal family restaurant on Wednesdays. No. I, I, I don't. I don't know if I'm if I'm against the queen. I don't know how to uh, to show that with my purchasing power. I, I guess if I go there, I won't go on a Buckingham Palace tour. Is that what they're saying? Free? <laughs> yeah. Just yeah, just the branding, I, I guess, yeah. and and what all they offer over there. They she said that. Uh, People should turn their backs on the royals, like at least one member of the monarchy did to little Archie. Yeah, but but I mean, um, how do you how do you do that? I, I mean, I, I got news for you. I've never been turned toward the royals. <laughs> how do I turn my back yeah. on something I've never turned toward? What do I stop? Yeah, what what what? I how, didn't know I was supporting the royals. Some, Somebody put it that it, way. It, why? What what? Fill in this blank. Fill in this blank. And maybe that's one of them. Hey, so and so. 
Uh, I notice you're no longer doing blank. Is that because you're boycotting the royal family? What am I not doing? What's in the blank? I, I, I won't watch The Crown on Netflix. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. but, but I think the royal family would, don't want you to watch that anyway. Well, well so, let me ask you this because yeah, because it actually weird. sheds him in a negative life and time, and I'd be hurting actresses and actors who are part of Hollywood who now love uh, uh, Harry and and what's her name again? Megan. 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 Yeah. yeah, and Archie. Uh, do you do you I think make I know what it is. do you make the the British flag the Union Jack? Do you make it a symbol of racism like you did the Confederate flag? Do I go home today and I'm look just thinking how any any it's picture been done in the past. Any picture of Def Leppard during the Pyromania <laughs> tour, do I throw away all pictures of Rick of Rick Allen and his in his uh, Union Jack uh, shorts and Joe Elliott with his Union Jack shirt. <laughs> and the Joe Elliott I, I, I will say this when it comes to flags, I think the Union Jack is is one of the better ones. Easy. I, d- I mean, races. prior That's to this. That's not very boycott lot. Prior to That's this. before they but, but does attacked that, Archie. But that might represent the just the, the country. Because remember, the left also loves Europe. <laughs> they love Europe. They love England. Yeah. Uh, All right, so, you know, there's, there's um, I, I guess you can go you can go and get a, let's say you're going over there and you're like, man, I want to I do a tour I've of, been there. I've done of the royal family or whatever. You can go on and, and there's agencies that you can buy, you know, these royal train tours and all. I guess we're boycotting all that. I, I guess are they saying just boycotting, going over there and doing any kind of tour or buying something that the royal any family would benefit off of? that benefits them. Well, yeah. I don't even know. Does the, royal fa- right? does the royal family need my money? I mean, they, they seem to be doing all right. I mean, if they just went in there and start selling off some of those family jewels, they'll never oh, work another day of their life. Right. Yeah, I've, been, I've seen it, by the way. I've gone in yeah. and seen the crowns and stuff. It's a, pretty impressive. Well, it's so just you're part a, of the what, problem. What they're worth. Yeah, I, I, but I didn't do that to support the royal family. I did that because I was on vacation in England, and I was going to see the things that England offers me You know, today. I mean, because mm. i tell you one thing I didn't like was their coffee. Yeah, oh. Dad didn't eat. Oh, Dad hated it. Oh, my gosh, you talked about that coffee. But, I mean, I guess what I'm talking about, I didn't do a lot of things that benefited the royal family. I mean, I went out to, you know, uh, you the, the, the Cotswolds in the English countryside. They're not involved in that. I just don't <clears> – I think you got to work pretty hard to find anything that benefits the royal family that i got to cut off. So it says the U.K. residents traveling within the U.K. and visitors from overseas spend billions of pounds on hotel bookings. <laughs> Visitor attractions, restaurants, theater tickets, and more. So I guess they're saying. We're not just there to see the royal family. I mean, there's. I mean, they're not even in charge anymore. Yeah, I mean, there's a hit. It's like going to a museum, though, morning. I hate to tell you, that's like telling me to boycott Mickey Mouse, but eh, I'm not sure he's getting this money at Disney. Uh, I'm not sure that's. uh, He's the one I'm going to hurt. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. It is six minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 27 years and still here. We got Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, we got Helmsy, and we got Eddie Van Adler. All in the mix and ready to go for another hour. Put your hands together and welcome back, Bill Bubba Buster. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for joining us for the little party we call Rick and Bubba. Make a note about Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Rick and Bubba, stop what you're doing. Put down what you're feeling with. Pay attention. So coming up this Thursday, we're going to do this uh, periodically. 
Uh, we are not going to have a guest uh, on the Rick and Bubba University podcast this week. You, the audience, will be the guest. And uh, so this is recorded on Thursday and then released over the weekend. So if you would like to participate coming up on Thursday's podcast, it'll be 1030 Central Time, 1030 Central Time Thursday. The number is 866-WE-BE-BIG, like always. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll start taking what we're going to do is be thinking about, and this will be the theme of this week's podcast, in the last 27 years, what, uh, what is your most memorable Rick and Bubba moment? Was it uh, what, what bit uh, made you laugh the hardest? What moment will you never forget? And we will review the last 27 years of the Rick and Bubba show from you, the audience. Uh, and so be thinking about what Rick and Bubba moment in Rick and Bubba history you would love for us to talk about, maybe give you some behind-the-scenes behind stuff and what was happening. Uh, and, and we will converse with you, the Rick and Bubba family, in Thursday's edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. The recording starts at 1030 Central Time Thursday, if you want to be part of that. And also give you time over the next couple of days to think about what you would bring up. Uh, 866-WE-BE-BIG. And, and we won't take repeats. So if you call and, you know, Speedy or whoever answers the phone says, hey, somebody's already on hold for that one, you know, you, 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 we will get down to 10 unique calls with unique moments. And we'll, we'll work through those through the podcast. And if time allows, we'll go more than 10. But 10 probably will take up 45 minutes, I would think. But if not, uh, we'll get to, to other calls if time allows. 866-WE-BE-BIG, 1030, coming up on Thursday. And that 1030 is based on the central time zone. Uh, Greg, are you working for Burger King United Kingdom? <laughs> I don't think so. It looks like you are. Uh, we're talking about the United Kingdom a lot today mm, and talking yeah. about these types of topics, men and oh, women. Boy. Um, Burger no King arts. said that they were <laughs> attempting to highlight the gender disparity in the restaurant ind- restaurant industry, meaning that they were looking to have more women work for Burger King and prepare these uh, delicious burgers. So they decided to go with the, the very provocative phrase, on International Women's Day, you're sure you had nothing to do with this, Greg? No, Rick, I, I don't think. They tweeted, women belong in the kitchen on International Women's Day. <laughs> I, see what, well, I, I, mean, see, I see what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. They were trying to take – Did they say uh, rattling pots and pans? They, they, were, they were trying to take a, an <laughs> old slogan it. that was anti-women <laughs> and, and turn it into a we want more women to be chefs. Uh, got that. Um, but you forgot humor not uh, going over oh, well no. right now. No, no, you can't. Nobody do that. could say, well, that was clever uh, because they're already offended, but they never get uh, past that. Rick, I thought another move to because of the uproar for this, I don't know if you saw this story. It was kind of breaking early this morning that Burger King is going to change their name. Did you see that? I didn't see that. Burger Queen. <laughs> <laughs> we laugh. Hey, uh, <laughs> well, they said though. Unfortunately, most men applied again. No, I, uh, let me get this straight. So okay. they're they're promoting women. They said only twenty percent of buddy. the chefs they have, and I'm using the word chef loosely. I was going to say so. But that was my question. So we're promoting women to go into the culinary training and mm-hmm. schools yeah. and all this stuff. I don't think you need that to flip burgers at Burger King. Well, they're saying they're overall, just talking about assholes. They're saying not yeah. just Burger King. They're saying twenty percent of chefs what did you are say? women. There are not many chefs flipping burgers at Burger King. Yeah, well, that, you don't yeah, have to be I, a, a I, trained I, chef, Greg. Now wait a minute. Okay. Right. But, well, Burger King's using their. Rick, I've had friends that's worked at Burger King for, in places like that, and they were not trained. Chefs. Are they looking for chiefs? I'm not sure. Right. Could yeah. be. Yeah. So, <laughs> but 
<laughs> By the way, just got in, uh, we were saying that this was a good line. Did have an email from a, a pastor in Missouri. He said he would add uh, women belong in the kitchen and look good doing. There. <laughs> <laughs> but but anyway, so uh, the uh, so anyway, that, well, let's get these shelves in, shelves <laughs> chefs <laughs> in Burger King. I didn't realize that you had to. Well, let's go, go back. to culinary school to, to work at Burger King. But let me tell you, <laughs> about, nothing against that. Let me I'm tell sure you. they have some at like a corporate level that work on their recipes. Maybe, and then they, maybe. But I don't think the local. No. Well, we train the local one the taking them. the frozen patties out. No, is, we train is shelf level. Right. Right. We bring some kids in. They work their way huh? from fries. Charbroiled. Well, mm. you know what I mean. No, I, you know, <laughs> I think I, I've never seen anybody with that big hat. They started the fries back. and they worked their way up. Let By the t- way, where did the shelf hat come from? What is that? How is it functional? The history of the shelf hat has got it's got a history. Does it? Yeah. I don't know what it is, but I'm sure it does. <laughs> That's an odd-looking hat is. of all hats. Usually odd hats for jobs, they serve a purpose, like a fireman's hat. Right. That's a weird-looking hat, but it keeps the water off. Obviously, it's hard hat. I tell you mm-hmm. what I don't like is is these hats they design with a big old long bill saying they're good for fishing. Yeah, I understand they're functional, but I still don't want to look like an idiot while yeah, I fish. I'm telling you. Yeah, but those, those are, those are <laughs> tough. But, but, but the, the origin says that King Henry the Seventh or eighth or whatever beheaded the chef after finding a hair in his meal so the next chef was ordered to wear a hat while cooking okay well why that hat i'm gonna go back to this marketing plan <laughs> i know that people act like they're bothered by it they think it was all hey international women's day it worked them putting this out women belong in the kitchen we now all know that there's a need for more female chefs in the industry in the UK. That's right. It worked. It did. It You're 100% right. worked. Yeah. It did. Now they're catching flack for yeah. They are, but it's yeah. a good kind of flack. It, it is. is. Can I tell you, it is almost impossible to research chef hats because chief hats come up. Yeah, I know. And we all know <laughs> what that looks like. Isn't that funny? <laughs> all right. So that, that commercial where the guy's painting, he's supposed to be putting chiefs in the end zone that says shells. I yeah, think that is hilarious. That's a good one. That is a that's a that's a tough little tough transition there. It's too. always it's also what would happen if you hired us to do. No, oh, mm-hmm. it'd be fifty fifty at best. It seemed like that we sat in the studio transitioning to another topic now. That we sat in the studio, and I know for at least two solid weeks, maybe more, we would look on TV number three, and it would say Dak. Prescott and Cowboys still have not reached a deal. Yeah. Yeah, they right. covered that day after day after, after day, day yep. after day. They were just obsessed with it. Well, Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys now agree on a four-year deal. It has been done, $160 million. Hmm. He can make as much as 164 Apparently, he has some incentives in there for another $4 million. It is a uh, four-year deal. 126 guaranteed. That's really the big story in all of this. Mm-hmm. Also, he has a no trade and no, uh, what do they call it, uh, franchise tag. Franchise yeah. tag. Which, uh, when they, they claim that you're their franchise, that limits what you can do. And, you know, a lot of the advantages go to the owner side of the table. So a lot of people don't want to be considered the franchise player. Or get that tag, but uh, it sounds like a pretty sweet deal. How does that compare to the other quarterbacks out there? Now? Patrick Mahomes, he has a ten-year extension worth four hundred and fifty million, uh, and he will play on a contract with a higher annual salary or guarantee than Prescott. Prescott's deal is set to expire seven years before Mahomes. They're saying Mahomes is four hundred and fifty over ten, and then you got one sixty over four. So, but they said year to year, Mahomes is still being paid more. Well, Mahomes is not only the top quarterback. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the top paid athlete of all time right now. Yep. 
And really, Dak Prescott, who has done a good job for the Cowboys, although he had a season injuring terrible uh, ankle injury yeah. last year, yeah. I, I don't put him in that same category as Mahomes and Tom Brady and Drew no. Brees yet. No. Uh, uh, because he hasn't done it. He hadn't won the Super Bowl. He hadn't done that stuff. I mean, he's still a, a B-level quarterback, I think, yeah. at this point, which is a great place to be. But I, I don't think he's one of the elite NFL quarterbacks at this point. At this point, no. Guys, do you realize? He, he made a good deal, though. I mean, mm-hmm. that, They're he, paying him more than Jones bought the whole franchise for an 89. Think he about bought that. it for $140 million, They're paying him 160 And how, how much is it worth now? $5.5 billion. Cowboys worth five point five billion right now. Boom. Can I tell you for some an investment of, these, of one hundred forty million? Uh, some of these people that are supposed to be economic geniuses, they always come out and they give their opinion on these purchases and everything. And a lot of them thought he overpaid. Then remember, mm-hmm. we had a, we've had a history of them claiming people overpaid. How about y'all were dead wrong on this one? Phone calls are next. So we go phone trolling. Line them up. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. <laughs> Twenty-one minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show thirty seconds of pop. You can get in. There's lines available. Harry Murdahl, radio call screening legend. A long distance directory assistance. Eric At the end of thirty seconds, the buzzer sounds. Your time on the program comes to a close. We'll get to another caller. Uh, so lines are available as you roar in. Timeouts available through Speedy <laughs> and Bubba. Since Helmsy is helping Harry Joyce, thirty seconds go. All right, two things about the royal family. Mm-hmm. It was on the news yesterday. They interviewed her daddy, mm-hmm. and he said, you can't believe everything she says. I think she talks out of the side of her mouth. And um, so she turned something that was just ordinary into what her opinion was about what was said because it was her husband that told her, and you know when... Things get passed down. How things change. Yeah, but well, I'm bo- I'm boycotting the royal family. Well, it's up to you. Rick, I just feel bad for little Archie. <laughs> I don't know how to boycott the royal family. I don't either, Rick. I, I think I I've been boycotting my whole life. That's what I've been saying. I don't think I support. I think I've been boycotting my whole life. I think it'll be just like any other day. Shannon and Huntsville. I don't don't sponsor them on World Vision. 100.3, the river. Go ahead. That's a good line. Um, Yeah, I just wanted to say, first of all, that I love the show. I YouTube just about every day. Thank you. Um, But uh, I did want to say about Harry and Meghan, while I don't really believe everything that she said, because normally the truth is somewhere in between the two sides of the story, um, I do want to applaud Harry for um, doing what they need to do for their family, because I feel like we all saw what happened with Charles and Diana, and now we're like, oh, how could that happen? How could she not have gotten help? And then- Yeah, I, I guess what I'm saying is you could just go and live your life and be quiet. You don't have to be interviewed by Oprah. You don't have. You, mm-hmm. you can just simply say, I don't like how they do things. We want to live a more private life. And again, what you but what you can't do is you can't trash the very people you get an allowance from because that looks like, well, you must not hate it too much. I well, mean, now, I mean, I, why, why would you take their money? It, it was brought up yesterday that maybe that has been cut off, and that's one reason they did this well, to raise so. money. Maybe so. Uh, which, again, for Harry, though, he, he's, he's a Brit. He was raised a royal. He's in California now. If something goes south with Megan, he is on an island because now he has mm. been pushed away from his family. Mm. So he's in a 
precarious and situation. burnt that bridge. I know I'm getting out here, and I'm really I'm living on the edge with this suggestion. Maybe they should just get jobs. The, you know, Rick. I think they're they What was it? He was do, pitching. They were. They were. Do you remember? Like, do you remember like it, making fun? They made stuff. fun of them because at one of the award shows, yeah, they were trying to pitch Megan different things they could. Do. Her doing voiceover for some uh, animated series to one of the. You remember that? And people yeah. going, "Wow, this is out of place." And she here. was an actress before they got married. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she was in what was that series, Suits or something? Mm-hmm. I mean, she was a working actress. I mean, she wasn't like. Can't she go back to work? That's what I'm saying. He can. Can he? He can do something. Can he? I really think about it. Now he uh, was a big military guy. Jackson, Mississippi. Maybe he can join the military here. Doesn't really help you in California. No. Doesn't. Uh, John, go ahead. Hey, got a colonoscopy tomorrow, guys. Fifty-one. Uh, oh, and the stuff you got to take prior to it, and this liquid diet, I think it's better if I just do uh, Greg's approach and, and get the Eskimo roll. What do you, what do you think? <laughs> well, well, you're talking about two different <laughs> two different things. things. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's for your prostate, sir. Somebody must have talked you into something off the page. But <laughs> same area. Uh, but now you can get the prostate exam while they're doing the colonoscopy. Can you? Yes. Well, why are you in there? Why they're doing the what? Colonoscopy. <laughs> why are you in there? Check for firmness. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. They do. They do that, but hey, you can't hey, do it the other way around. Hey, before you, Greg, before you run that thing past the prostate wherever you're going, on your with way it, in. Stop there and check some firm. <laughs> yep. See how I'm doing over on there. On your way in, <laughs> right? It's uh, yeah. Uh, to call it the combo. Let's go to John in Birmingham. John, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Thirty seconds. Go ahead. What's up, fellas? Hey, buddy. Buddy. Hey, real quick. Uh, seven, eight, nine-year-old. Little League Baseball. I coach, I've coached for several years, but I feel like I'm getting a little too intense. What is your opinion on getting too intense with the kids and taking the fun out of it? Sir, I'm sorry, but apparently uh, I'm afraid you've called the wrong show. Yeah, uh, thank you <laughs> I, I think you need to bear down a little. Yeah. <laughs> Back to our conversation yeah. the other night. Really. I was about to say uh, this show has no comment on that whatsoever. <laughs> Just uh, go, go ask another bunch of guys. Uh, we... Try to talk to Phil, the accountant. Uh, don't, don't there's no, there's no help for you here. Yeah. Sorry, uh, this must be his first child because if it's down to the third, right. he wouldn't he would know nah, exactly what to do. Right, I don't. <laughs> if somebody said, "How do I coach little league without getting too angry?" I would say, "Then just don't coach," uh, because there is no scenario uh, at all. <laughs> right, it's a frustrating world it out is, there. But the love of God, get down on the ball. How many times we talked about this? Yeah. Uh, do you so, not understand? Why are you playing with the dirt? Stop. <laughs> right. you, can't, you, you can't get on anybody. My goodness, we've been on this. I, I clearly said they were going to go on, too. <laughs> now I'm over in football. <laughs> tell you what. Let's go to Thomas. Thomas oh, in Huntsville, 100.3, the river. Thomas, go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to participate in this whole uh, boycotting the British or whatever. I'm never going to walk down King Street. I'm never. I'm going to forfeit every chess and checkers game, and well, Dairy Queen is going to hurt, but Dairy Queen. Every every protest has a sacrifice. That one's going to hurt. Shepard in Vestavia Hills, Alabama. Listen to ZZK. Shepard, go ahead. Hey guys. Hey, uh, on the Brian Regan special, love it. Big fan of his for many years. Hey, uh, it actually wasn't recorded or filmed at Red Rocks. It was at the Tuacon Center for the Arts in Utah outdoor theater there. Uh, Red Rocks has been shut down since COVID hit. They don't even open back up till April. But, um, yeah, I, I, I thought something looked odd about that venue. It didn't quite look like Red Rocks to me, so I did a little research. I've been down. Mm. 
Well, that's strange since he, he named it On the Rocks. I know that is odd. Uh, and that, it, it looks like the same place everybody else plays. Isn't it? W- which, which one is that? Know, is that not. the On the Rocks? Which know. one is that one? Oh, because the, the, that's the one where Reagan did film it at. Yeah, Red Rocks kind of has the rocks on the left and the right. Evidently, this one has kind of rocks all around. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. So the other one's on the Rocky. Okay. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So you said rocks on the left and right. There's I, rocks I on the left and right. Which different. one did we look it's, at? It's like more of a. Yeah. I know so, what you. I know and, what. And this I is I'm not watching it now. I wasn't going to watch it. But I thought it was at whatever. Red Rocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Whatever. I'm I thought watching. it was at Red Rocks. Maybe sorry. it was CGI. It Who looks knows? like Red Rocks. To Chris and Gadsden Z93. Rocks are red. Chris, go ahead. They are. Hey guys, you're talking about boycotting the Royals. Yes. Didn't we start that in 1776? Yeah, I no, thought we, we did. I, I thought we'd been on a boycott of the Royals since the Revolution. Yeah. I agree. I don't know. And then we, we had one more thought about it in 18, nine, was 18, it 1812. Yeah. Yeah. I heard Kansas City's changed the name of their baseball team. <laughs> They're mad about it. Let's go to you know, the War of 1812 really doesn't get the PR that 1776 did, but it was a much more important battle because yeah. you lose that one, the first one didn't matter. How about, exactly. and maybe more impressive because the surprise factor's over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and they they didn't send, you know, a half effort in that one. They mm-hmm. brought full force on the The other one, they didn't They didn't have the full force on. Uh, yeah. The War of 1812, the, the British had the attitude of fool me once. Yeah. Shame yeah. on me. Yeah. We're going to go and, and make amends for this little mistake. And we was, in a, we was in a bind for a while, too. And yeah, turned, we were. And turned it around. Yeah, it got – hey, they burned the White House to the ground. You right. forgot that. They gutted her. If you take a country and declare your independence, they might come back. You got. You may have to win it more than once. Yep, yep. But when you look at the big scoreboard, Rick, uh, the Brits 0-2 against the U.S. That's right. And we've been boycotting the Royals ever since. Yep, yep. Bottom of the hour, more Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. SimplySafeBubba.com is here for you. SimplySafeBubba.com. Security systems in the security industry is grossly outdated now. Uh, and that's why SimplySafeBubba.com came in and said, look, if you got 30 minutes, you can install it yourself. Uh, then we're going to monitor you 24-7. For about $15 a month with no contracts, no upsell, nothing. So there's no installation. You design the security system the way you want it. They provide the the sensors for every entry into the home or the property or the business. And then they even give you ways to verify whether this is a false alarm or not. So they cut back on uh, the, the sense from law enforcement or emergency that, you know, they tell you, well, let's see if this is a false alarm because we have so many in the old systems. Uh, with the video verification, you can get help quicker. Uh, and right now, if you go to simply say Bubba.com, uh, and you know, it's a small, easy step to make sure everyone feels safe, regardless of where you are, go to the website, customize your system and get a free security camera. Yeah. We'll also get you a 60 day, uh, risk-free trial, nothing to lose there. Plus, uh, we like, there's, like I said, there's no long-term contract. You don't, you don't have hidden fees or installation costs or anything like that. Starts at $15 a month. So go to simplysafebubba.com. That's simplysafebubba.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. These are the days of America. Y'all get together, Nevada Democratic Party staff quits after Democratic socialists, they say, have swept the party's leadership positions 
And the pure Democrats say that we cannot let socialist, true, I'm talking about uh, government-approved, homogenized uh, socialist, the real deal, we cannot let them take over the party. And if we're going to be run by socialists in the leadership positions, these Democrats have, uh, in, in Nevada, for the Democratic Party of Nevada, they have all quit. Um, Rick, uh, Rick another, another story here that I have been uh, following this morning if I told you that the United States Supreme Court had handed down an eight-to-one ruling, mm-hmm. which is rare, mm-hmm. okay, in these days, it's usually the old five-four split or something like that, seven-two, eight-one. Would you want to know what that case is about? Yeah, I would. Get this: a young man, his name is Chike, and I can't even begin to say his last name. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, Chike—that's only the second person I've ever heard with that first name. He sued a Georgia Gwinnett College over a 2016 incident when he was stopped from handing out Christian pamphlets in a free speech zone. The young man had received a permit to speak on one of the school's two free speech zones, but a security guard stopped him from handing out flyers after a complaint. The student claimed that the college policies violated his First Amendment rights. Now, so he sued. Two lower courts said the case was moot because he had now graduated and the college, the college has now clarified its policies. Yet the Supreme Court of the United States decided to take the case. They ruled eight to one in favor of the young man, yep. allowing him to pursue to seek damages uh. and sue the school in court. Would you, And this is even stranger. Would you like to guess who the one dissenting opinion was. Well, based on how you're phrasing it, it's not, not going to be who I expect. Chief Justice John Roberts. Well, that doesn't surprise me. I thought he was, accused I thought... his colleagues of turning judges, judges into advice columnists, in his opinion. And in another one you don't see much, the liberals on the court sided uh, uh, with the other conservatives in this case and uh, Clarence Thomas wrote the uh, opinion for the majority. So how many times do you see Sotomayor and Kagan getting in line with a Clarence Thomas opinion? But maybe, unlike Roberts, they actually understand the Constitution that gives this young man a, a constitutional right to, to live out his faith, and his faith says, go and make disciples and teach them all that I have commanded you. That's from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So this man was following and living out his his uh, conviction, religious convictions, and no one is harmed by saying no thank you to the pamphlet or by taking one. Justice Clarence Thomas wrote in a rare alignment of votes that the young man can seek normal damages for being silenced by the Georgia Gwinnett College officials even after he had obtained a permit to hand out Christian literature and to Prothelitize, which Watch I can't out. say that yes. word. You know what I mean. You know, just say evangelize. He was witnessing the people. <laughs> yeah, say, just say evangelize. Evangelize is easier to say. And to evangelize. You know why? Because that's him. Can you that... say prothelitize? No, <laughs> no way. <laughs> I ain't even going to try it because I don't want to get hurt. Uh, mess. But the what bottom line is that's him being obedient to, uh, to the call of Christ. I've often, and I know this, I do understand the terms, don't misunderstand me, but I've never understood how we take part of the Christian faith and say, well, that's an evangelical. I understand these terms, but if you think about it, what version of Christianity does not feature evangelism? 
it's there it's there in the Bible to go out and make disciples and teach them to command teach them to obey all that I have commanded to you and baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So what version of Christianity doesn't do that? Rick also I've never really understood that. Uh, so I, I know what the how it's used, but yeah. it doesn't really make much sense. So this case has several twists in it, okay? Mm-hmm. Here's one more. At issue was basically the constitutional question. Was can an American citizen file a lawsuit for damages even if the people they're suing have already corrected the problem? The American Civil Liberties Union also said was this was an important case ensuring that people whose constitutional rights were violated can continue their cases even when governments reverse the policies they were challenging. Do you know what damages he was suing for, Rick? What? One dollar. One dollar. He's trying to make the point. One dollar. One dollar. So, that, so, still so this whole money. case has about five or six very strange twists in it, but yeah. that's that's where it uh, mm-hmm. that's where it landed. Well, eight one in favor of the young man. He can now continue with his lawsuit to ret- retrieve one dollar in damages for being stopped for evangelizing in a free speech zone, which he had a special permit to do. Now, hang on to that ruling. Because if the Equality Act goes through the Senate, there will be an attempt to say that churches preaching God's standard of marriage and gender violates the Equality Act, and they're now breaking the law. Oh, that, that the Equality Act is going to be a it is going to be a big, big problem. So for for First Amendment rights, for church rights, and for everything else, because once you're deemed to be not that you don't that you don't uh, what I'm saying endorse what's going on, but if you just oppose it, uh, if you don't agree with it, mm-hmm. you're going to be uh, labeled with hate speech and the full power of the federal government against you to to hush you up. Probably be good for the church, but you're right. It could, but but this kind of ruling though makes you go. Well, wait a minute. I thought well, it's pretty clear in the Constitution that we act out our faith, and our faith calls this marriage only and uh, so which one is it you, you can't come up with a law that now undermines my constitutional right that i was already given before you did that so it'll be interesting to see uh we have bubba black lives matter disconnect also with america's struggling neighborhoods we have pastor Corey brooks uh he says that uh, his uh, his community has just not seen any help and he's wondering about the 90 million dollars uh, that Black Lives Matter still has uh, profit-wise. Uh, and he says, I don't understand why we can't get them to help us. Uh, one of the quotes that he makes, he said, after I had a conversation with Black Lives Matter, I, I had suggested that other organizations might be able to help us because Black Lives Matters appears to be more of an idea, ideological movement and they don't have any infrastructure to truly impact the people on the ground. They're not really set up to help. They just have a bunch of money, and, and they go out and they have an ideology, but they have no infrastructure to actually take the money and then put it to where we need help in in uh, the dominantly black neighborhoods. And he's very frustrated. He said that we have suffered horribly after the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis, uh, and uh, we, we have our pharmacies, our grocery stores looted, trashed, leaving residents, many of them poor, without basic necessities. He said, I organized church members to shuttle their fellow neighbors to pharmacies and stores in other towns so that they wouldn't have to go without medicines or food. But when I went to uh, 
to talk to Black Lives Matter to say, could we get some support in our neighborhood? I asked if this nonprofit, a community center called Project Hood, could could receive any of the $90 million that Black Lives Matters had raised since the death of George Floyd. And, he, and then he said when he answered the reporter, he said, and I got from them a big, no, can't get it. Mm-hmm. So he says, so I'm a nonprofit. I'm called Project Hood. I'm trying to repair the aftermath of all the riots that was caused by the George Floyd death. Seems like that would qualify for a Black Lives Matter help. And he says, they have no infrastructure to do this. They have been they, they have left a lot of us out here that we know there's $90 million, and it doesn't seem like any of us can get any of it. So I guess we'll have to go elsewhere because I guess they're more of a political movement than truly here to help. And that's coming from a black pastor who's in these in this neighborhood saying, I'm, I'm looking for some help from Black Lives Matter, and I can't get it. And he said, I'm not alone. There you go. Wow. Uh, we'll be back 14 minutes to the top of the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG phone calls. Uh, we've got most of the lines available. You can squeeze in there right now if you if you make a move. And we'll chat with you when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is nine minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. All, well, eight of the ten lines are available, and you can get in right now if you make a move. And you can talk about whatever you want to. O'Reilly Auto Parts, upcoming events this Friday night, Man Church. I'll be there speaking to the men of Westview Baptist Church, Op, Alabama, where you hear us there on 1077. We'll be plugging them into small uh, groups, doing the Rick and uh, the uh, the pursuit uh, curriculum from uh, themanchurch.com. So check that. Also, next in March 25th, McGee, Mississippi. We'll be doing the same thing at First Baptist Church, McGee, Mississippi. Uh, on the 27th, do the same thing at First Baptist Church in Lindale, Georgia. Uh, we're going to have a low country boil there, too. And then I'm looking forward to being in Asheville, Alabama. I'll be doing the men's breakfast there on March 28th and then speaking to the entire church for the, the service that day. All that can be found at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Let's start with Michael in Huntsville, Alabama. Listen to 100.3 The River. Michael, you got 30 seconds. Go ahead. Throw in, throw in, throw in. We'll handle that, Michael. But go right ahead. <laughs> oh, how are you doing? We're good. Uh, I, I want to get your thoughts about the man, uh, the bad mandate. Uh, does the government be worried about the second, third, and fourth wave of coronavirus? And by the way, Rick and Bob, I got a phone to speak with you about Beth Moen. Okay, I, we can barely understand you. I'm so sorry. He might have his mask on. Yeah, do you have a mask on talking to us right now? Uh, no, I don't. Oh, oh, I, better I heard Beth Moens. He said something about Yeah, he made an bone. adjustment there at the end, but it was too late. We were running out of time. Doggone it. Uh, I didn't get the first part at all. Yeah, something about shouldn't the something government. About, something second, about, third, and fourth way. I don't know. I, I didn't, something about a way. Doggone it. Dang and he'd been on hold a while, I think. Mm-hmm. Try back, sir. Uh, let's go to Oxford, Alabama. Cameron standing by. Cameron, 30 seconds. Oh, Come on. My Cameron go. Hi, <laughs> yes, sir. I just want to say, you know, I know we've been talking about the royal family a lot here today. And uh, last night, you know, I'm not a big ton of fan anyway due to uh, political views. But they uh, they did a skit. I guess the Queen and Prince Charles or whatever his title is has a 
a podcast called Fiddlestick. Well, it's very worth watching because it's the actual podcast, and they talk about their views on the uh, interview that the couple did uh, with Oprah the other day. Is it, is it me? No, no I, I want to know, is it me? Because too. Betty claims my hearing's yeah, not what my, it used to is. be. And I know oh, mine is. I, I'm getting so more and more of these phone callers are hard to, for me to comprehend what they're saying. I'm all about hands-free, and we need to be hands-free if you're driving. <laughs> I tell you one thing that's bothering me right now is I'm starting to think, oh, my goodness, because I talk on Bluetooth all the time exclusively in the car. Is this what I sound like? Can y'all mm-hmm. hear me okay mm-hmm. when I call mm-hmm. you in the car? I, yeah, I The can. volume is there. But uh, I, I don't know, the frequency response or something, is, it sounds like they're talking in a pipe, and I can't understand what I think, saying. I think you're, y'all, y'all are on it. They're, they're doing this Bluetooth hands-free thing. And Which it just we get, should do. But just when it's time to go on, maybe if you no. can, safely you pick think it I up. Need a hearing I, think, test. I think they're doing this, and their mouth ain't on it. What are they doing? Hold yeah, on. What are they doing again? Let me tell you, that does get bad when people do that. <laughs> yeah, all the time. <laughs> One more time. I didn't yeah, see show it. Yeah, it. Talk while you're doing it, Greg. That's what I'm talking about. You know, Ben Moen. Okay. <laughs> so they closed their eyes. But you were talking like Rudolph's Plus they're coach. a little goofy. Yeah. <laughs> Greg's minion, perfect timing on line two. Uh, Greg's minion, go ahead. Yeah, guys. Um, so I saw this post on Facebook with a shirt that uh, somebody shared that said uh, there's more than two genders. And so it's one of the LGBTQT elemental P shirts. But funny thing is, was... When you go to Amazon, if you try to get one of those, you can only get for men or women. <laughs> Honey. Yeah, I don't know how to break it. You can pretend. I heard that one. Listen, you can, you can pretend in your own world, in your own private life, that there are more than one gender if you would like, and you're not, you don't bother okay. anybody. But if you're, you, you, everybody's got to decide this deal. Is follow the science a real thing or not? Because we we have tried to, which I we don't adhere to. We we do and admit this and don't apologize for it. See the world through the lens of the Holy Bible, even when we're doing something that seems to be in conflict with what we believe. We will eventually, hopefully, if we know what we're talking about, even acknowledge we got this. What I'm doing isn't right because of the lens of Scripture. But those we've even tried to come to you guys on this gender thing from strictly a science standpoint and not even talk about the Bible. And you still get mad. But then if we talk about age of the earth or we talk about climate change and we start trying to come up, then you start screaming, follow the science, you idiots. Now, of course, you're saying follow certain scientists because there are some climatologists that that think this is unproven on its best day and likely not true on its worst day. So not all scientists agree that we have man-made climate change by carbon emissions. That really – I know you don't believe this. That debate isn't over. But I'm telling you, when it comes to science – the gender thing, it just keeps running into the same place. And uh, so now if you say, because you can't release us from science in one area and then make us adhere to it in another area, there's got to be some consistency to this somewhere. So the fact of the matter is, if you just want to talk about truth, just factual truth, there are only two genders. That's just factually true. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't try to create a world that, that says, well, we don't want to just have two genders. That's okay. You can do that. At, you know, but as long as you keep saying that's what I just want to have more than, yeah. then that's fine. But you can't say there are more than two genders factually because it just isn't factual. But they say there's as many as fifty. Yeah, I've, but, heard yeah, that, I've heard that number. But, the, but that's not true. One out of hundred. Yeah, that, 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 well, some say it's limitless. I mean, there is no limit. Well, once mm-hmm. I release over into 
whatever I want things to be, they can be. Well, then things are limitless. Yeah, I can. I guess so. You, I mean, I can come up with all. Let me tell you right now, because I saw that thing now where there's three dudes that are trying to raise a child, three men. You know, not the movie where they were single dads. Three men who are, are creating themselves as a thruple. Oh, my goodness. We yeah. got a three-man Wait, wait, wait. You haven't seen this yet? three men and a baby. You haven't seen this yet? I've seen some of these couple women and a guy thruple. No, there's a thruple now that features three males. <laughs> I haven't seen this. And they, they've got a baby, and they're trying to make their case oh. that they must be recognized as, as a thruple. Thruple. Listen, guys, are the polygamists just asleep right now? Do y'all have no PR agent? This is your time. Yeah. I mean, polygamists, y'all should be able to walk into any courtroom anywhere and say, yeah, you got to be kidding with holding this from us. Rick, Salt um, Lake City uh, should just come alive. Mm-hmm. If, if you can have a thruple and you can have all the I, – I can pretend to be male, female, whatever – a man married to multiple women who are adults and all are okay with it. You can't stop those, no. these people. Did, did, what oh, if, they, they should have been the second group to the table. Right. I, I just got now every, between the three, they can have about seventy uh, genders. You know, depending on which one they whatever, feel. Whatever. Like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you if we're going to allow marriage to be defined any way anybody wants to, as long as adults are in agreement, Damn. you can't deny the polygamous. You can. Mm-hmm. And uh, are, so, are, is there anywhere that's is that st- are we still saying they can't do that? I, you know, I don't know, Rick. I quit watching the news a long time ago. <laughs> <Don't tell you. laughs> oh, yeah, you haven't seen this latest thing. I have not, Rick. Yeah. As if the thropo wasn't weird enough. How about that explains why I haven't heard you comment on it? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Is it, is it, is it, wow. Hey, get a gander at that story. And every one of them plays a unique role. I don't know if that's a thruple. That's more, I just call that a group. Thruple. Yeah. <laughs> he just said thruple. <laughs> <laughs> it makes as much sense as anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's couldn't end it any better. <laughs> hey, what about when that kid grows up in that and then he's released on society? Hey, uh, look yeah. out. <laughs> Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.